Hey guys, this is Jonathan, and you're listening to the All Star Comics Podcast. This week we are reviewing America number one, Rat Queens number one, Death of Hawkman number six, and Royal City number one. We got a bonus book. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, and joining me on the panel tonight are... Dave Ramirez. Roger May. Johnny Morales. Producing, as always, in studio, in shop, however you want to phrase it, is... What, what? Matt Lubick, the Hydra 5-5. Say what's up. Hi, guys. <laughs> that was so lackluster. I just... Like totally like built you yeah, up. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> hey, I don't have to have energy every episode. Okay? <laughs> He's like, playing that uh, yeah. Zero Dawn. Yeah, yeah He's tuckered out from Horizon Zero Dude, Dawn. Fifteen hours within the past two days. Oh my gosh, jeez. Um. Anyway, if this is the first time you've ever listened to us, we are a review po- uh, podcast, so spoilers are going to follow. Spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. I can't ex- like say that enough. We are going to spoil stuff. Um. We typically review a Marvel book each week, a DC book, and an independent book. But this week you're getting a bonus independent book because we felt like it. (laughs) There's no other way to describe it. Um, We broke format because we had to, you know, do some extra indie books. Because we can. Yeah, because, you know, why not? Um, We're going to do some previews, some news like we usually do. We have a couple of cool questions coming at us. Uh, We're going to review a graphic novel that's kind of important to relating to a movie that's coming out this weekend. So without further ado, we're going to jump into our reviews. And I'm going to start us off by uh, telling you about America, number one, from Marvel. And me and Dave, just before we started talking, kind of came up with uh, kind of the ideal pitch for this. Do you want to see a powerhouse? superhero not be a powerhouse superhero and just go to college do you want to see someone who's an 11 go to a one that's this book so let's go ahead and talk about what's actually happening in this um what well let's start off with what did you guys think of it well um i unlike you guys i do want to see that but man this book wasn't was not good didn't like it i did not like it I like. I was trying to look for something to like in the in this book. I, I was like, the art. "Yeah, I love uh, Joe Quinones is great." What has he done? Uh, he's done Howard the Duck with Chip Chip Zdarsky. No, something I would have read. I have no idea. Oh, um, something grew. I think that that's what it's called. I don't know. Grew, grew, yeah, grew is probably mm. right. Yeah, that. Oh, I think I'm aware of that. Mm. Anyway, um, but yeah, yeah I, I look. I found some stuff that I liked in there, but. Like for every one thing I found that I I liked, I found two that I didn't, and and I just like I really want to like this book because this character does seem kind of likable, but at the same time she seems a little stereotypical, um, you know, like a Chicana girl, and you know I thought okay this is being written by um, someone from Latin descent, well I assume from the last name, um, and I just felt like it was more stereotypical than true to uh, how you know they are portrayed. The tough thing with, with, because I'm gonna try to be as objective as I can with this book. Um, the tough thing with me and Marvel at the moment is I can't stand when they take characters that function well on teams mm-hmm. and throw them into solo books, and that's their mo right now. It's just solo everyone and a team book, and I haven't read enough of America in the other stuff to know how I feel about her as a character. But she was on the Young Avengers. She's currently on Ultimates still, yeah. right? She's the leader uh, of the Ultimates. Is she right the leader now. of the mm-hmm. Ultimates? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the, I'll just start off with saying that I am not the target market for this book. That's just ultimately what it came down to reading this for me. Um, art's great. I did not get a lot of the 
the dialogue stuff, it I don't know. It felt like it jumped around a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it was more like a, like, I think they were trying to make her portray more of a Puerto Rican descent because I know the author, yeah. Gabby Rivera, she's part of the LGBTQ community. She's a, a strong writer for the community, and they that's the reason why they picked her, because mm-hmm. of the fact that America Chavez is, is, a, is a lesbian, as you can see in one of the panels, which is one of my favorite ones where she goes back, she saves the day in her own parallel universe, mm-hmm. then she goes back home and like, hey, baby, I forgot to... That we had dinner, you know, but uh, Blue Marvel saved the day, right? Yeah. And she gets in this little altercation with his, her girlfriend and then has her little fit because they're not going to college together. And my favorite thing about that with the joke was that, for me, was that she decides to just leave with her powers. She's like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I can't deal with this. Instead of going star out through the door. Out yeah, Star Portal. I was like, bye. You know, it's like, bye, bye Felicia. Felicia. Yeah. And that's the thing I liked about it is that she's you got this sass. Yeah. Did we just become best friends? We did. Yeah. I just love the Jeez. the whole uh, attitude that she has. Which she, they, I think Rivera really captured that with all the other histories. I think she did her homework with this character. But again, I do agree with the whole... She's a single. She's a team player, and in they're trying to do book. in yeah. a single book, which makes it difficult. That's that was ultimately the thing that kind of made it harder for me. Um, besides the fact that yeah. I really can't relate to this character, now, uh, I love the um, LGBTQ uh, representation in these mm-hmm. books. But I felt like in this book, it was a little, um, you know, it was they were trying to hammer it and force it, into, it in. yeah, force yeah. it into my head and and also with um, her being of Latin descent as well it's like oh here have a brown fist and I was like okay oh, you, yeah. that, that, that's fine but it's I just felt like it was a little forced and I don't know um, what uh, the the writer ha- uh, has written but it, it kind of felt um, I don't know like it, it wasn't it w- like it kind of felt like it was one of her first books I'm not it sure is, it is I know the last uh, when I remember her interview that mm-hmm. she did with I can't remember which website. Uh, the one thing that they mentioned was that her latest thing was Juliet Takes a Breath, mm. which is like a... A novel? A novel, but it's like one of those like blogs. Oh, okay. What, from what I understood, she kind of just like puts it out mm-hmm. from time to time. But they went with her because of the fact of her of her sexual so, orientation like her I mean so a go, lot of which, this is coming down to the fact that she's kind of new to comics she's new to comics yeah okay. yeah but th- she she's read comics before like that's her, a, yeah I mean that yeah. actually I, well that comes through because yeah. I'm surprised it's her first comic I thought it had all the hallmarks of what a comic should have you know and that that yeah. scene that you were talking about Dave I thought was really strong I mean oh, it yeah. was it was uh quintessentially human Oh yeah, of and what she did, you know, she's like, "Fine, I'm out of here." And again, I love the characters, like the character building that they do with that stuff. Like these are heroes that are human beings still, with right. the exception of certain characters, you know, like Superman. Hey now, hey, yeah. <laughs> we just but, became best friends. Don't ruin that. That's soon, true, man. true. But I just love it when heroes that are overpowered, like she's overpowered in my opinion, but they give her character, they give her problems. Like another thing is that her her parents are both lesbians. There, she yeah. has two moms, and they died saving her universe and there's a scene where she's saving a little girl and brings her to her mom and she even says like man I wish I could hug my moms like that mm-hmm. that's yeah. like character bit development that I yeah. love I love these little like oh you're human still yeah, you're not just the, the craziest superhero ever that's out of 11 you, I thought, you go around from some time to time I, th- I thought the two moms thing I had, I had to think about that for a little bit because I thought I thought that was a gutsy move mm-hmm. on the writer's part because to take a lesbian character and give her two moms 
is gonna it's gonna immediately yeah, get see. get the the criticism from the other side that oh you're you're saying that or even from your own side that you know if you have if you have gay parents that that's gonna make you gay too because yeah. it's what you're shown and what you know and so I thought you know whereas you know usually the argument goes that no they're you know they're normal children if 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 being gay is biological then it, it you know your environment is not going to mm-hmm. dictate that that's what you become so i thought it was i thought it was kind of a bold move oh yeah. and it, i think it works best for america cuz she's bold yeah. you know she's in your face that's mm-hmm. I, that's, that's absolutely another. true that's what that's what i love about her character i'm with jonathan on one point that i'm i'm not the target market for this book um but i am for this character mm-hmm. i mean she's a beast and and she's got she's got a lot of flaws you know she's got a quick temper you know but she's she's got a good soul and yeah. and and you know she wants to save the day she wants to make a difference in people's lives even when she oversteps her bounds and punches yeah. hitler instead right. of oh my goodness Steve that was that. oh god that was oh, that was, oh that, that made me so mad even, i was like really what are you doing but that's perfect that's her character so that I I hold up it's like steve take a break Take a seat here. Let me handle this. I'll Not on my that. watch. I, yeah. I actually <laughs> I really like that. Uh, I did too. Right, yeah. I thought I was like, well, because for me it was just it was paying homage. Yeah. Back to the old original Captain America, and I, I was like, just and to get to, to see Joe him Quinones for kind of adopting the that old school stylistic kind of look of Steve, and like that because yeah. he yeah. framed it like that yeah. old like yeah. that old panel. Yeah, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. like um like a. F- flat type of art and in, yeah. in the previous uh, panels it, it's more three-dimensional yeah. yeah with flat colors uh, and it just, even looks like the the art evolves as you go through it yeah because it's like this is the parallel level, uh, world and it's kind of more bright more in your face 3d and then he goes to like oh let's go super flat you know and i love it yeah yeah it, it's a really good book in my opinion the, the, yeah there was nothing there wasn't anything inherently wrong with the book. It, it just, to me, it, it felt like um, it li- needed a little bit more editing. Uh, and, you know, not, I felt like they were trying to force things. Maybe um, maybe they weren't, but to me, that's how it came off. Uh, I really like the character. Um, I just, I don't think I like her book. This is going to be one of those ones, like, um, I think more context as to where the story's going would probably help. Yeah. If, especially since it's that's because this is the first time they've taken America solo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you've got all that set up because it starts off. She's with the Ultimates yeah. in, in the first, you know, if you you know the prologue of this story, and they definitely make you feel like, oh, we're not done here yeah. with this, you know, because she takes out this this one villain with one punch. And then she she questions herself. She's like, "That, that was, easy. was a little too easy, I think." Yeah. Um. So I, I think that that's gonna come back. So that's you know I think that's interesting. We'll see where that goes. And this was this was a villain that was off the charts powerful. So yeah, we'll that's see. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we want to do some star ratings. Yeah. Anything sure. else? Yeah. All right. Um, Johnny, go ahead and start us. I would give this book a three. Uh, I would actually like to see how um, the writer, you know, evolves in her writing, and I would like this book to get better because America Chavez is a really interesting character that I would like to see more of. Uh, so yeah, three for me. Roger, three and a half stars. Love the character. 
Thought it was a strong comic. Definitely not for me, though. Uh, I give it three and a half. I mean, I do love the way the author is writing America. I love the I love the attitude that she's given her. Uh, I want to know what happens next, to be honest. But I just don't know if I want to go monthly or just trade. Trades? Trade. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those where like it might be like a five trade, mm-hmm. but individual issues, it'll probably be like a yeah. three, four. But Yeah, it all depends on how the cliffhangers, you know, yeah. are done and whatnot, which... Is, is, you, it, is tough if you haven't yeah you can tell she's got a story yeah. going and I think it's it is I'll say that I like the fact that maybe the editors or the editorial of Marvel is kind of like, oh, we'll let you do whatever you want because I do I'm a firm believer it's like let them do what they yeah let want. them be creative yeah and, and I think with characters like America like she's a strong B team character that or a uh, hero that I think is an A list and they're gonna let her do what she wants mm-hmm. so I think it'll be good I'm gonna go three um, just it, ultimately, this is just this is. I am a very straight white guy, and this is not <laughs> my book. Right. And I don't say that to be insulting, like. But yeah. getting through this, you know, there wasn't a lot for for me personally in this. So um, I would be I'd I'd be willing to revisit a trade to see where this first story arc goes because it sh- it can't just be her going to college. Yeah, I, there's got to be. It's a superhero book, and she's known for being powerful and punching people. And that's so, what they kind of did right there, too. Yeah. I mean, she went to college and all of a sudden... And all of a sudden she's, she's like, Yeah. <laughs> she's trying to ace her class. Like, it's like, I got to pass this class. Okay, let me go to the history. Let me take history lessons. Yeah. And I'm going to go to history. Yeah, yeah. for real. So, um, one, of the, one of the last things I want to say, just in general, uh, about Marvel, is with the last... Some of the last three uh, Marvel books we've done, not the last three, but um, America... Uh, Unstoppable Wasp, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and have we done a Miss Marvel? Maybe we're no, we haven't. We thought about it. No, we yeah. should. Um, you, you should. They're, they're young. They're they're young characters, female characters. They're strong. Mm-hmm. They're and they're very strongly written. And kudos to them for doing that. Because while I mean, I actually, I actually would would stay on Unstoppable Wasp. Me too. I don't. Miss Marvel uh, is kind of hit or miss. <laughs> um, America, um, I'm with you guys. I'd probably go trade, but uh, kudos to them for writing strong young female characters because that's there's there's a shortage of that. Yeah, I mean, and kudos to Jeremy Whitley once again. Shout out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because, because yeah. a dude writing a female is a lot of times kind of sketchy like if they can pull that off yeah it makes me wonder whether or not he's got like a you know 11 year old daughter i think think he's a dad so i think he is a dad so um so he writes he writes hope or uh, not hope if i'm thinking of the movie nadia really well so cool okay moving on sweet so let's move down to our in our first indie book which uh dave's gonna pitch to us yeah we get a bonus another bonus book this week so this one is royal city written and drawn by Jeff Lemire and it's crazy (laughs) it's god it's good it's basically a a family that is going through a hard time a a tragic incident just occurred with the family and they all reunite back in their hometown royal city and they're working on uh, I, I almost want to feel like they're going through the stages of grief like that's the best way I can describe it and I'm butchering this pitch but it is just good just read it that's all i can say <laughs> yeah. is just read it well it's 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 it is not a book that has explosions or fighting or punching or superheroics oh, yeah. this is just a family and it's it's a drama 
and like ultimately to, like well, it's and a like underwater welter it yeah. has it psychological. has such a twilight zone feel mm-hmm. to it yeah. that you're like it, you're going through it like do 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 yeah yeah so. and kind of like putting what Jeff Lemire says in, in the back of the book it's a slice of life book whether he wants to admit it or not and it's good those are my type of books you know and it's it's a beautifully written book and it's just crazy because this family's going through an incident that happens at the very beginning like maybe first th- three pages yeah where the father has a stroke and he gets it because he's listening to the radio with a a huge collection and all of a sudden a a radio wave goes off and he sees their son Tommy in the waves and then just has a stroke yeah and that's what brings the family together there's yeah because this this is a broken family that has some deep emotional um scars with each other right you can tell at least a what um a, a We'll say two decades previous. Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the siblings uh, was killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy. Yep. And <laughs> Tommy shows up in this book all the way throughout in different forms. Yeah. At at different times of his life. Two different, two different members family the, members. Yeah. And never at the same time with each member of the family. Yeah. Right. Which is crazy. And, he sh- and he's different every time, it, like almost like how that family member would, views per- yeah, views him or per- would perceive yeah. him. Yeah. Well, because he has there's a there's Tommy's journal entry in the back. Yeah. Where okay, and one of, one of the really cool things with this, it's not really a spoiler, and you got you guys will really uh, dig it. It's a treat. Um, I've never seen this done before, and God bless Jeff Lemire for his creativity. But he took the entire. Um, collection of exposition, all of the the, the inner monologue, okay, that's going on, and he put it together in the end of the book. It's a it's one singular journal entry by Tommy prior from to his death from nineteen ninety three, yeah. and he uses that. I mean, verbatim, word for word, is yeah. broken up into bits that go all the way through this comic. So, you know, when you get so to the point at the end of the narrating. comic, yes, he's narrating. Um, That's when he died, too. When you get... The year yeah, that he died. in 1993. Uh, when you, you know, because you're listening to his voice all the way through to the end of this comic, and then you get to read all of the narration again, and you're like, oh, wow, this is really cool. I've read this, and, you know... But it, and, but it, it actually, you know, condenses it into an even more meaningful uh, page at the end. Yeah, I mean, it's brilliant. The what whole he time did. you're thinking it's maybe the dad talking about it because yeah. he's lived Which his life. Sibling, it is, right? Yeah. You know, kind and of. every single time there's a spot where it's the dad, and all of a sudden they go through a dialogue sequence. But it's also, yeah, and it's it's also a key to how each of the family members view him because yeah. it's like you know he says that his mom. You know, uh, you know, thought he was a you know a saint, or mm-hmm. wanted him to be a saint. And to his mom, he appears as, as a, priest. a priest. You know, a young, uh, a young priest. And with uh, one of the with one the of the older brothers, brother, the older brother, he's he, a little kid still. Yeah, he's a, a little like kid, like a teenager. Yeah. And the second in line sees him as like just another member of the family, but like close to him, like a. Well, like an older brother. brother. Like, yeah, yeah, boozing it up. Boozing it up, yeah. Going out and partying. What yeah. do we want to do? Because that was the youngest kid, I think, is what yeah. it was. He yeah. was the youngest, and right? Let's I go get our paychecks and, and go to the casino, dude. Yeah. The way I see this is, like, I want to say, like, Tommy died, and that's what caused the family to split. 
everybody did their own thing after that. And it's almost for me it almost feels like the stages of, of grieving because now the dad, you know, has that stroke and everybody's coming back. But I feel like the way I was reading is that each person's a different perspective mm-hmm. and they all they're all going through their stages of grief differently. Because the eldest sister still sees him as the kid. As the kid. The oldest brother sees him as, like, a, a teenager. teenager. Mm-hmm. The the youngest sees him as an older brother, like, total facial hair or whatever. Exactly. The mom sees him as a young man. And yeah. I feel like each one's kind of like, okay, you know what, Tommy? You're and literally older. just about a saint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's like, Tommy, like, with the mom, it's like you're trying to, bri- like, bribe God. It's like, dude, don't do this to me. Like, I can't be dealing with this. And with the with the brother that doesn't even know that his dad has a stroke, had a stroke is more like hey you know i'm accepting that you're finally gone we're just cool with it i'm cool with you you know that when there's a point in the book where tommy says that 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 brother is the only one that he thinks he's the only one that really gets him Mm -hmm. you know that understands him and i have to say that the art like jeff lemire's art works perfectly for this movie or yes yeah. i was about to say movie because i think it should I be am, a movie but i am such or a TV sucker scene. for jeff lemire art man i it, loved it it flows so well and there's so much stuff in here that i just want to figure out like one thing i want to figure out is what's the deal with the sound with the radio waves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the collection of radios that the and dad has yeah, yeah so what's going on with that um, yeah that's like his hobby i mean he's a t you know my my take on it was that he he would find old broken radios, radios and fix them repair them fix them up and then he has this whole you know collection out in his shed his workshop um but then you you know in true jeff lemire style you get these dream sequences in there too that are just surreal he knows how to yeah he knows how to work that surrealism kind of into the the panels that he does like i've oftentimes said jeff lemire is is very much an acquired taste if you're used to reading marvel or dc you know and you come to something like jeff lemire and you're like what is this right Okay, but you get into it and you read it, and his art really is the best stuff for his voice. I think so too. Because it, it just—and that's not to discredit any of the other artists that he works with on on other titles. But man, when he does stuff like this, I really can't imagine anybody else doing the art for him. Honestly, yeah. because he sees what he wants. That's yeah. why this is it's literally his, one of those things where it's like, I know what I want. I have to. It's write very it this raw way. and it's unrefined. But it, man, does it work with? Yeah, with these static images. It makes you feel like he's actually moving, like with this, uh, his foot moving down to the brake pedal. It, like it's just oh. a static image, but it yeah. feels like he just slammed the brakes. And I don't know, he, he knows how to convey, uh, you know, emotions very well uh, on the faces of the, his characters, and just his his landscapes and oh, his his lines great. It, it's. A lot of people wouldn't like this. Um, you know, I show it to non-comic book um, readers, well, non-comic readers, and you know, they're like, "Oh, this looks very ugly." You know, I, but it, it's not. It's 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 beautiful in a in a different way. This is like a wine tasting. <laughs> yeah. You know, like this is like you give this to the you give this to the person that's not gonna gulp it down in one, right. one yeah. shot. You know, it's like no, he's gonna stir it. It ain't the blue pabs crowd. Yeah. 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 blue ribbon crowd. Oh man, it's just it's. I want to know what in the heck's going on with the stuffed pig. That's you ever see that? Thing. You see that pop yeah, up? It's in every the, it's on the back. Yeah, it's on well, the, yeah, and it's and also it pops up yeah. randomly in other frames. Yeah. Hmm. So, I wonder uh, if it was just like a. I a, never noticed that until yeah. right now. I'm trying Dude, to. Dude, the, the stuffed pig pops up at least in two other frames. Because I, I know <laughs> he was in the. It was in the dream. That's all I saw. Yeah. Out there. I also love that he made a. 
he put a playlist in the back of the yeah, book that, of right. the stuff he was listening, listening to. to. Yeah, which I'm gonna, I'm, I am gonna go. I think it's on Spotify. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go read this comic and listen to that music. Remender so. does the same thing with a lot of stuff he puts out. Also, that's awesome. So, I think that's a cool thing when artists or, or writers kind of give you insight to what was going on while they were working. Oh, there's so, a there's a band named Royal City on that. Yeah, playlist. that's actually yeah. what he said in the back. Canadian. Canadian man. man that actually helped influence the name of the comic. So let's do some star ratings. Dave, what do you think? At first I was going to give it a four and a half, but just talking about it and going through it, it's a five. <laughs> like this thing, <laughs> issue one, won me over. It's a five. I want this to become a movie or a show. It, I think this, like, a lot of stuff plays better, I think, with TV like this. Yeah, this. Because it gives you more time to really flush out the characters. It reminds me of, what, what's that? Twin Peaks or something like that? Yeah. Where yeah. it's like eerie. Like, I feel yeah. like this is what this would be. You're like, what is going on? I, I, It's a mystery that you just want to dive in and figure it out. Yeah, but it also, at the same time, it feels like just a normal story until, yeah. until you know, something like at the end happens. Like, like a family drama. Right. And the way it's written, like the monologues, you don't know who until you see get to the end you find out who it is but every single section i was thinking like oh is it the dad or is it pat right yeah coming that back was from, that was very well executed yeah because he was coming yeah. back in to royal city and he's like i just can't get away from this city like it was just like why do i live here i can't stand this city but it keeps coming yeah back. he paced the dialogue with where every character was so that you thought it's what that character was thinking while they were in the city yeah. or coming to the city or whatever they were doing mm-hmm. yeah, it's a perfect so. five Man. <laughs> if you guys are going to say something else, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> I will do it. We will go to fisticuffs now. Well, that's good. I, I, I don't have anything to worry about then. Because yeah. it, it was a five for me, too. I, I, I absolutely love it. I mean, it's artistic in its writing and in, in, in the art and in every sense. I mean, what he what he's done to construct this story is, is just... Well, a year and a half, I think he said he's been working on this? Yeah. And, yeah, it, and kudos. Yeah. I mean, it's... I, I, I mean, that's it's a great comic. Johnny? Um, when I when I bought this, uh, uh, I saw that it was four ninety nine, and I was like, oh, I don't want to read this. And and I saw that it was fifty two pages, and then I was like, oh, that's just a long read. But Not Jeff Lemire, yeah, that's but true. Just reading it, going through it, and and just l- staring at the art for like the longest time. I just kept. I took so long reading it because I just kept staring at the each panel, and I loved it. This this book is perfect to me. It's a five. And I, I already like Jeff Lemire. I didn't have to, you know, I, I know you kind of got introduced to him here. Yeah, I got into him with, with the indie stuff. With indie, with Royal City for sure. Yeah. But I was reading Old Man Logan and I'm reading Moon Knight. Ooh, Moon Knight. And great. reading Royal City, I can see why he was perfect for both of those comics. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's just the perfect guy to do anything when it comes to anything psychological, like going through depression or going through, yeah. like, death. Or just struggles. He's got it. He's yeah, held it. We uh so, we reviewed Underwater Welder, and I think you would probably would like that um, yeah. a while ago, right? It's the best. It's the best tw- episode of Twilight Zone that never aired. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I gotta check it out. Yeah. But anyway, I'm gonna give it a five also because I already like Lemire. I had no. Cl- I didn't read the solicit on purpose for this because I just kind of wanted to go in and be surprised. And the first couple pages, I was like, "Where are we going, Jeff? What's what's happening?" Because the, the first couple, you're like, "What? Yeah. What?" What? <laughs> yeah, I read the solicit right when you told me uh, when you told me to try to pitch this, and I would have picked it up right then and there. Yeah. yeah, it was it was it's just one of those things where I'm like, I, I like this. I so, love yeah. how uh, when Roger told us last week that we were reviewing it, we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> you, well, yeah, because we I wasn't sure like what what else. You, 
to, yeah, well, to think, you yeah. know. Jeff had sent uh, sent us and, and a lot of other shops uh, an ash can. Well, actually, more than just an ash can. He sent us a little little prize bag of, of goodies. Really? With, yeah. Um, like with a Royal City postcard, an ash can that was probably the first maybe quarter to a third of the comic. Um, uh, it went up to the point where he's coming back into town. Pat's coming into town, and he sees... Tommy, he stops the car and gets out and goes under the. That's where I was like, and okay, yeah. and that's this is something unique. You know, that was that was where the ash can lent okay. off. Okay, um, some buttons. Blaine's got Blaine's got a few of these goodies. So, oh, uh, <laughs> dang it, Blaine. Um, but uh, so I had I had read the introduction to this, and I was really intrigued. I was you know from the ash can, I was like, I really want to go forward with this. okay so, see if and, i had known more about it i probably would have been like yeah let's do it but yeah, yeah. so right, moving on yep uh johnny right um so this book is uh death of hawkman number six of six uh written by um is it mark and draco i think so yeah mark and draco and, aaron and the penciler aaron lopresti lopresti so, really mm-hmm. yeah there's, there's a t in there. there oh yeah there is <laughs> right that makes more sense um so this book is about Hawkman trying to save um, Thanagar. Thanagar and basically the universe by trying to stop. Uh, his name's Despero, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, him and uh, Adam Strange, and uh, basically he fails and dies. That's the book. Well, the name is Death of Hawkman. No right. spoiler there. Um, one of the things – okay, so let me start off by saying I've really enjoyed this series for the most part. They did a really good job pairing Adam Strange and Hawkman together – in this weird cosmic buddy cop setting. And then a war happens. Mm. Uh, and it's between Thanagar and Ran. And um, I, I was really wanting a, like a conclusive ending to this. And they pulled a Marvel. Right. And I think that's what brought this down a little bit for me. Um, because it didn't truly end. It kind of set up stuff for the future. And... If you're going to do a miniseries and it says, like, part six of six or whatever. It has to be finite. It should it should be an ending. And I can understand leaving a couple little threads here and there to come back to and do another miniseries run if you want to. That's fine. But th- th- this set up yeah, basically a freaking an annual that's going to come out at the end of the month. And it set up the fact that Despero's not really dead and he's still kind of floating around the universe. And that Hawkman got killed. I mean, it... it, it, it it didn't feel gratifying. His death didn't feel gratifying, the sacrifice he made, because of how they went about ending this. So, And I'm totally with that. I mean, I was reading this, and I was like, okay, I feel like this could have been a one-issue a one kind of thing. Death of Hawkman, issue one. Call it a day. Yeah. Instead of six, just the way it was going, because I don't, I don't feel like I had to read the other ones, just the, the other the five other to figure it out. The other ones were a lot better. other ones were paced but, a lot better. Well, I, kind of, I kind of felt the same way. I was like, wow, I got everything I needed in one issue. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do like the way he went out. He did save like his planet, and I was like, "Okay, cool, you went out." I, I feel bad for you in this this one panel right here. I'm like, "Man, you mm, that sucks." Yeah. But the thing that I loved was the final uh, couple panels where um, um, there it says they're at the edge of the universe, and you know the portal is activating, and you see the bones of Hawkman, and out of nowhere you see Despero come up and just crush his skull, and I love that because it's like your like death was your death was not valid yeah. it wasn't worth it it was meaningless yeah, yeah and i'm just like man and the, that's what i liked about it because everybody every hero that goes out goes out swinging like you got superman going yeah. against doomsday and still kind of winning you know and coming yeah. back you got 
Um, well, well Despero is out. Like Hawkman's definitely outclassed by Despero. I mean, he was the underdog in in that fight. Um, and you get that during this yeah. whole fight. Like you're just a man, Hawkman. You're, you're well, not going to survive the big, this. One of the big plot points throughout the series was once they figured out that Despero was manipulating t- hostilities between Thanagar and Ran, mm-hmm. Adam Strange and and uh, Hawkman had kind of teamed up to try to stop him. Well, everybody was under the impression that they were kind of causing terrorism together to create tensions between Thanagar and Rand. So they were kind of like public enemies. Right. And then they discovered this big plot that Despero was actually trying to get the nth medal for himself, which is what is in Hawkman helps him regenerate, stuff like that, and kind of beefs him up a little bit. Then the See, la- I didn't even know anything yeah. about that. It makes sense how he died then. Because yeah. I was just like, oh. Yeah, in the last issue, uh, or the previous issue, um, Despero gets all the like all the nth metal mm. to cover him and basically makes him invincible on top of all the psychic powers he has, all this other stuff. So that was ultimately like the big plot point. And one of the things throughout the series that they did really well was they would show you something happening present day with this war that's going on on Thanagar, and then bounce back a little bit and show you what led up to this. So it kind of did it non-linearly, which was... I thought pretty well executed throughout the series. This issue kind of dropped a little bit of that because it was the finale, so there really wasn't a lot to flash back to or anything like that, but there were things I liked in terms of how they wrapped up that fight, but ultimately I wished it would have been a little bit more finite as opposed to, like, leaving these major threads that, you know, Adam Strange, there's no secret, they're doing an annual with him joining up with Future Quest, which I think is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. And all that, uh, this ultimately is what sets that up. So you're using this story to set up one annual where Adam Strange meets up with the characters from Future Quest. I don't really need that. I like Future Quest being its own thing, separate from the other characters of the DC Universe. I mean, I'm going to read that to see how that goes. Well, the beauty of that, though, is that Future Quest brings together all of these different, you know, characters from different universes into one. Why not? You know, have part of the DC universe come into there too. Yeah. Not that I want to see, you know, Haji and Johnny team up with with Damian and John anytime no. soon. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't know. Depending on how they do it, it could be cool. It could be. Um, I just wish they didn't use six issues of a mini series called Death of Snow Right. Hawk there's Man definitely to, right. There's definitely some set bait up and switch going on there. Yeah. I feel like it could have been. A better bang. It could have yeah. ended that's much what I, better. That's ultimately what I'm saying. With yeah. the way that they were pacing that story, there was a lot of things I really liked. And there's still elements of this story that I do like. I just, like Roger said, I felt like there was a little bit of a cop-out at the end, a little bit of a bait-and-switch that they didn't really need to do for a miniseries. I also so. feel like it's kind of it's because it's Hawkman. Yeah. Know? It's one of those, like, he's a B-list hero. Death of Hawkman, whatever. Yeah. We'll call he's, it. He's <laughs> a, he is. And that's why I, I like him being kind of the hard-nosed, savage Hawkman, you know? And mm-hmm. so... I liked how he went out swinging. Yeah. He definitely went out yeah. swinging. It wasn't yeah. like he went out like, you know, a wuss. Yeah. But I just... Uh, and it shows that know. he's not so, so cold because he's like, dude, uh, he was telling Adam Strange, no matter what, you have to stop this device yeah. from going off. Yeah. And it's like, no matter what it takes, and he's like, are you sure, bro? He, I, I feel like that's how Adam Strange is. <laughs> right. Are you sure, bro? And he just gives him that look. It's like, no matter what, man. Yeah. And I loved well, it because I was just like... One of the best things throughout this series was the play that... that Hawkman was definitely the tough one, mm-hmm. and Adam Strange was definitely the smart one. Right, and, and so it's kinda, he's kind of like, oh, I'm not good at violence. Like, and the cool thing I liked about it was like a little cheeky lethal weapon for me. Like, yeah. where it's like, you know, you got uh, Danny Glover as Hawkman, and then um, Adam Strange is uh, Murtaugh. Mel, yeah, Murtaugh, Mel Gibson, and it was kind of like one of those things where even though he is smart, he's a little 
out there compared to yeah Hawkman, who's just like by the law rules and everything. Yeah, that's the way I took it, and I loved it. I just, I, yeah, well, it, you need to read the rest because they do that really well. They do the it's a buddy cop story right. ultimately, um, and I. I the rest of the series is pretty solid. It's really the last couple of pages. I was like, "Really, guys? Yeah, really." Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, I don't really, I don't really have that criticism because I wasn't invested in all of the other issues, uh, and that's my deal then. <laughs> but, but I definitely, but I definitely felt the bait and switch with the end, where it's like Despero's back, and it's like, and it's like, oh, we're not finished, you know? Yeah. And so I, I like, was like that. Uh, they, okay, I, it I felt like, like that. it's more. It's more that they build it as a miniseries. Mm-hmm. And, and did that. If they would have just said more is going to come, we're just going to break up the story arc so that there's more gla- later, then I would have been cool with that. Because then it's like kind of a maxi series or a pseudo ongoing. But yeah, because yeah. it, it kind of felt like the, those last pages, they just nullified the entire series. And you, you mentioned that um, they basically use this to set up an annual. I mean, you don't, you didn't even need this to set up an annual. You could have just Dropped set it up, yeah. yeah, in the first page of the annual. I I don't know. This book was it was pointless to me, and especially since I don't care one iota about these characters. Oh. Yeah, I'm bring a firm hand that to hurts. you, son. I'm gonna bring I, a firm <laughs> hand to you. I honestly, I was like, uh, I'm not familiar with Despero. I don't know uh, if he's been in anything. I'm not familiar yeah. with Despero, dude. He's been Big wig villain. He looks like Savage Dragon to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do you think about the art, though? Uh, Aaron yeah. Lopresti's great. The, yeah, the art was really good, but I didn't care about the story, so I wasn't really paying attention to it much. <sighs> the cover's um, beautiful, though. I love the cover. Yeah, the cover's great. <laughs> yeah, it, it just it felt like there was no point to this issue, and I oh, was honestly point. wish I hadn't read it. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. How many stars, Sonny? Uh, I would give it a one and a half. I'm going to switch you. Someone hold me back. That's fascinating. I I would give it four stars. I mean, I, I love the art. I love the story. It's a single comic. I mean, I, I yeah. you know, it was plenty of action, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, I understood what was going on in the end. It's like, oh, wow, this was, I thought this was supposed to end. Um, but I thought it was a single comic. I I thought I thought it was pretty darn good. Yeah. Dave? I'd give it, I would have given it a four, but then when you told me that they're dropping it, annu- like they were kind of feeding on into more stuff, yeah. basically gave me advertisement kind of like a, a la Civil War Two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any Marvel. Uh, any Marvel. Any Marvel yeah, event. event. Yeah. I I'm gonna give it a three and a half because it was good. I was entertained. Yeah. You know. Well, the, uh, I'm dropping my grade to a four because I I enjoyed this series a lot, and so I was like stoked that we were reviewing this, and then I got to the end and I was like. Uh, and I have to be fair because I criticize Marvel for p- bait and switching so many times with a lot of their events. If I eased up on this one, it would be like uh, you're well, a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. I was I would have called so. you out on that too, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Marvel guy. I'm oh, a big Marvel are you guy. guy? Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. I like both. I will say DC Rebirth I, is hitting it harder. Yeah. But I. St- I always tell Ro- uh, Roger, I have faith that Marvel will come back. <laughs> well, we want and them stop, to. Ultimately, yeah, we stop want giving to. me this I, BS. Look, I like. I like they Marvel beat too. The Empire. <laughs> I really. Yeah, and Dave, I would love to have you back. When Secret Empire is going on, oh, because Dave yeah. has been just almost, but we'll say every other week. Have you caught up on Captain America yet? Yeah, dude. Have you caught I up am, on Captain I am America? On it. And I'm like, dude, it's my really? <laughs> It is good. Like I, I think that was know, one of our lowest graded yeah. uh, things I will, that we reviewed. I will say, uh, like, try, not trying to pitch that one yet, but it's it is Doctor Doom, and he skinned Steve Rogers and put it on his body because that is what it is. It is the ultimate villain that I always said I want a villain to go against. All the heroes, 
and this is what it is. And it's perfect to be Captain America because every single time you see him in the panels, it's like, even in Civil War II, Black Panther says, uh, Captain America's going against you, Carol. That's Captain America. Yeah. We have to follow that. And I'm like, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> like, uh, that's what I love about it. I'm like, he is the ultimate bad guy right now, and that's what I want. Because he has the trust of everybody. He has the trust. That is the biggest thing he's got. It hurts me so. Yeah. I, it hurts me. I will Steve loan you. Uh, I will loan you the issues uh, and just bear through it. Because every single time I just through all the bad stuff. <laughs> no, because I'll be reading. It's like okay, this is my last one because this is the end of the second volume or like end of the volume, and I'll read it and it says like that last page is like. All right. Well, uh, I gotta, I gotta get keep going. One, yeah, right? I gotta keep going. Mm. It is. It is my dirty little know, secret. Dude. It is good. Mm. Well, I, dude, I, I, I'm glad I you're like, on, and I'm uh, like. Once again, I know I talk a lot of crap about Marvel, and I am biased towards DC. Yeah. But I want Marvel to be good, too. I want to read, ultimately, good stories. Because yeah. there are characters. I love Steve. This I love Steve. This is Steve superior Captain so, America. Oh, it just, is it? Is that where they're going? It, it, that's where I don't know I about that, man. That. No, because I'm saying it's like Doc Ock and Spidey's body. Uh-huh. That was great. This is, like, I, I want to say it's, Do- it's Doctor Doom. And Captain America's body kind of thing. Um, it is that good. Is it Nick Spencer? Yes, yeah, because oh, I love Nick Spencer. I yeah. know he doesn't, but uh, like Morning one, Glories. One yeah, thing I haven't read that. Spencer, I'll, I'll so. pitch that comic. One day and day in day out. All the customers in the shop, you know this whole story that they've mm-hmm. been doing inside now since you know, backwards right? to Sunday. So yeah, you, Captain America. Mm-hmm. Oh no 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 no! I got back into comics like when Secret War started, so I uh, got into Captain America. Well, now. Rick Remender wrote the lo- the first six issues of Sam as Cap. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, that was uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America. Yeah. Right now, I'm I'm not digging it. Yeah, but yeah. that's Nick Steve also. Rogers. Those yeah, first six issues were really good, though. I'm gonna have to check it out because Steve yeah. Rogers, Captain America, Captain uh, Captain yeah. Hydra, love it. it. It might be easier to convert me. I don't know about him. It's yeah. Nick Spencer and it's Cap Hydra. Yeah. I'm just Cap, telling so. you, it's crazy. Uh, Johnny's cool. like Hell Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, this is the first time where I'm like, can we get a win? Can Hydra get a win? Let's do this because it's also. Like, you know the bad guy. I'm, oh, my God. I'm going to preach this. But you know how bad guys always lose. It's like Captain America's the ultimate good guy. And he's yeah. evil. You can't let him lose. That's like <laughs> one of those concrete things. Like, unless this is an alternate universe. No. All right, but well, it's you're, good. You're kind of convincing. All right. Then, then at some point, we need to have another conversation. We need to have you back on and do that book. Because I will. I will. I, I, we do need more pro Marvel <laughs> with as much crap I'm as I I'm trying talk. so hard. It, you don't say, make you good cases. Right, yeah, you gotta, you gotta the pick right the right ones too. Don't get yeah. the big league ones. Don't get Avengers. Don't get Spider Man. No. You gotta go with Moon Knight, Old Man Logan. We did Moon the B Knight. team. Well, we yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, well, you guys did Moon Knight, but I'm saying like the B team heroes right now. The ones where it's like, I feel like the the, well, most of, most of those mm-hmm. second tier books yeah. that we've reviewed are the ones that are higher. great. Power Man and Iron Fist, Ghost mm-hmm. Rider. But then a when lot you of get them that to, I pitched to are yeah. Avengers, Clone Conspiracy. You do a terrible job pitching <laughs> That's because I suck at talking. <laughs> yes. But they're good books. Uh, finally, <laughs> something we agree on. <laughs> English is not my first language. <laughs> anyway. No, it's um, a, oh, we've got one more indie book to review. We do. Let's go ahead. Yeah. And oh, yes. Yeah, I'm going to pitch this one. This one, I think, was the guilty pleasure of everybody this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. it is. No, it's not a guilty uh, pleasure for me. <laughs> I'll scream it out. I love Rat Queens. Uh, yes, we're doing the new re- – I don't want to call it a reboot, but he, he – He actually he says re- volume two. Yeah. Does he say volume two? Uh, yeah, I believe in the cover? In, like the first – right there, down there. Okay. I skipped that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, Rat Queens, number one, volume two. Uh, it's continuation, continuing the story that he set up previously, so it's not like a reboot or anything like that. Uh, I said it before. I will say it again. The best way I can pitch this series to anybody is it's the movie. If you remember the movie Bridesmaids, 
meets Dungeons and Dragons or Lord of the Rings. That's this. That is this series. Man. It is a very mature, very filthy very language, immature. immature jokes, but set in this kind of world of fantasy, high fantasy, but foul mouth. Uh, female leads. It's fantastic. Well, and Curtis, Curtis Wybe knows how to write this story. Yeah. Because it is, you know, because for me, you know, in, in hearing a pitch like that or something, it makes me think Deadpool or Harley Quinn, something that's, you know, mm-hmm. this just, is better than Deadpool. just supposed to be, yes. you know. Uh, Juvenile humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just fart jokes. Yeah. But it's not. And, and, and you, have, yeah. you have essences of that in this story. Uh, with these characters, but it's so much more, you know. Yeah. Um, he he's an excellent scribe for this book, and I love the artist that they yeah. have. Because uh, this is their fourth artist. Yeah. He's changed artists on almost every volume, and the and the thing is, is the first two. Oh my god! Like I encourage you guys to go and check out the first two vol. I, I haven't read the third volume yet. I'm sure it's just as good. He's he's worked yeah, with great I haven't, people. I haven't read any of these. Yeah. And oh my god. This won me over. I'm like my pull list is already big as it is. It's getting <laughs> Welcome bigger. Welcome to with my world, these. dude. They, and yeah, they they pitched me the hardcover last week, and I bought it. I still haven't opened it because Kayla Miller gave me like a crap ton of books to read. But is that all three volumes? Uh, no. The, the, the hardcover is the first two. two. First two. Okay. Yeah. And and ten issues. It, yeah. Okay. It's Rock Up Church on the first volume, who is a master at at facial expressions that will make you laugh out loud on the characters. And then Stepan Sajic in the second volume, yeah. who, if you are not familiar with him, that dude's a digital painter, and he's amazing. Okay, yeah, no. So, this I'm so guy, excited after who, reading this. this one? Owen. Owen Gianni. Gianni? Or Gianni. 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 Dude, something. he's on it too, man, because yes. there's some points here. My Like, my favorite part is where they're trying to jump over this log, <laughs> and, and I think the person, the uh, the heroine's name is uh, V. No, V. Yeah, V. V or, or Vi? Uh, I think it's V. The, that's Hannah. That's Hannah. Yeah. Oh, she's like, here, let me get you. Let me give you a boost up. And, <laughs> and her, her partner's like, never D, mind, I got it. Yeah, D, D is, is like, the one that goes up. Yeah, over. and just steps on her neck, and or you her just her head. Her, her head, and you just see her uh, V say, "Sweet little vertebra, go gently unto de- unto your death," and you, a giant crunch. And I love it. I can hear the sound. I can just hear the the dialogue, the dialogue. is so it's, sharp. Yeah, the way that he plays it. Um, and you, the thing that he's that Curtis uh, Wybe has gotten really lucky with is all the artists he's worked with know how to to execute the visual gags that he oh, yeah. sets up. And he know he every artist so that I, I don't know about the third one. I'm sure she was just as good because I think her name was Tess Fowler. Um, they all do the facial expressions that you would expect to to really convey that like joke, you know? So, um, yeah, that was a freaking great moment. Uh, we should set up, like, who the four characters are. Oh, right? true, huh? Because um, this is true to Dungeons & Dragons. Man. You've got classes, you've got races, and they all kind of, like, would work together as if you were playing a D&D game. So, yeah. we have a dwarven hipster uh, who's kind of the sturdy warrior class <laughs> named yeah. Violet. Uh, we've got a half elf mage named Hannah like a dark elf <laughs> we have D who is a human necromancer who comes from a family that worships a Cthulhu like death cult jeez <laughs> we have Betty the halfling whose idea of breakfast is candy and a bag of drugs 
uh, that's that's who we're dealing with. What is that? A halfling rogue, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. And then and they well, now they, they bring in the they bring in Braga, the orc. Who's Braga an the orc. orc. Yeah. Oh, and, and she has a great spot too, where they just yeah. go. They hug it out. They have a little hug out <laughs> <Yeah>. session. <laughs> and I'm trying to find it right. Oh, here we go. She's like, Oh my god, I'm a rat queen. Yeah, I'm a rat queen. I can't believe it. And I just love it where they they ha- they hug it out, and it's like, Oh, she smells like dead death yeah. dogs. <laughs> and, but but that's are dead yeah. death dogs. Yeah, and I just love the pacing, the jokes. It, this uh, this author is just having a blast. With yeah, this one. yeah. And I'm I just want to beat myself up that I never heard of this one. This comic any any sooner yeah i love is, it is well that, in fair yeah in fairness i mean they it went on there a were hiatus. a lot of delays oh, there yeah. were i mean they the writers had a had a hard time keeping um artists mm-hmm. in this you know right yeah they, there there's a lot of drama with it that's all you need to know and so it wasn't it wasn't the most regular book but widely acclaimed and for good reason i mean it's yeah, just it a so heck good. of a lot of fun um, yeah. Is is this red-haired dude uh, her, brother? His, her brother? Yeah, her brother. That's her brother, Barry. Okay. That's so another he, good part. Yeah, he cre- he hires this team, which is ba- uh, they basically say... If is you a, understand the previous volume, there's a sibling rivalry between her and her brother that's brilliantly done. Yeah. Um, and he's now trying to encroach on what she's been doing because they her and her family look down on Violet kind of for being a rat queen because essentially being a rat queen is their... A, uh, for lack of a better term, like a group of mercenaries. They go on raids, they get hired, and they, just like in D&D, you have a home base, they go yeah. back to Palisade, which is where their their base of operations is, and then they go out and they quest. Yeah. And so that's what they look forward to doing is they're questing. And so her brother decides to get on this questing business. Yeah, I, I love how he hires this team and calls them the Cat, Cat Kings. kings. Yep. Um, but I specifically, I lost it. Because uh, they, they say the line, they're gender swap versions of us. <laughs> like They just acknowledge yeah. what. But, but before that, there's this uh, fungus druid and it's yeah. Neil the Fun Guy. Yep. And and just the pun of fun guy and, and fun guy. Yeah. Yep. The, the funnier part words, for man. me was his little sidekick. Right. This little mushroom. Oh. That, that didn't have a face and it weirded him out, so he had the <laughs> wizard make googly eyes for him. <laughs> oh man, I'm uh, I I love D and D, and this just felt like. Did I not tell you last week that this was right up your alley? This is my book because usually when I when you find a good group of players, you have them. They do the craziest things in D and D. They're like, I want to go to a bar and start a. Fight. And this book just feels like D&D to me. It doesn't feel kind of like Lord of the Rings. It feels like someone's just, I want to do some crazy things. I wonder if they're, playing, if they're playing D&D while yes. doing I w- this. I will tell you this much. If you follow Curtis Wybe on Twitter, he is a massive D- Dungeons & Dragons fan. And he he streams like these drunken matches and stuff with him and his friends and things I can like just that. Picture, yeah. I can just yeah. picture them playing. And then he has, he has he a notebook right ideas, there. And he's yep. just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like that would have been it. Because that's the beginning of this, of this uh, issue. Yeah. Is Violet? Yeah, right. Yeah, Violet. The way you I see this, she's I'm getting like, out of battle. Yeah, she's like, she's <laughs> torn over. up. It's like I'm just like, dude, a dragon just hit, and then you change, turn the page, and it's just the drunken brawl that she a just whooped everybody. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, it's the Dixie Cups. It, this is literally like all the red solo oh, cups <laughs> littering the lawn. Oh my yeah. goodness, it, it's beautiful. I love it. Uh, that, just in the backgrounds, there's so many little jokes, like uh, there's. The F word and then bards uh, written in graffiti. Oh, this this book is so good. 
Uh, Jonathan, we still need you for our group on Saturday for D&D. <laughs> someday. Uh, someday. Man, Believe it's me, it's, so it's not. Man, I'll be down for D&D, man. There you go. Got it, man. So I'm, the, I'm the one that ruins everything. It's like, nah, we're going to go do that brawl. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that sounds good to me. It's like, there's a deadly dragon sleeping. It's like, time to wake it up. I need, <laughs> <Let's do> it. <laughs> I need a little bit more chaos as DM. So, yeah, great. I, I thought this was a great – I can't wait. Like, I'm probably going to have to go trades with this, but I can't wait because I was doing trades on the other one, and I – I giggle all the way through a trade. I will do it in one sitting, and I will just sit there and laugh at every stupid joke. This so, this book kind of makes me want to go single issues with this, and it does. oh yeah, I don't I don't do that. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's that good. The Swan Dragon. The Swan. Oh dragon. yeah. <laughs> I love at the it end. Just owns it's everybody a Canadian too. like uh, loon dragon or something. Yeah. <laughs> like it's who's the halfling rogue? What's her name? Betty. Betty. She gets swallowed by this uh, dragon, and <laughs> oh inside, my yeah. So there's a gut merchant inside the dragon. <laughs> and it says next issue, never trust a gut merchant. Oh, my. And just the the drawing on that, too, is just crazy. Yeah. Like, it's like, you really don't want to trust this like, gut seriously, merchant. Like, seriously, look at his eyes. Yeah. Oh, man. It's almost like I haven't seen anybody Yeah, this in a long isn't time. working in yeah. anything. How are yeah. you doing? So, let's do, do some ratings. What did, uh, what did you think, Dave? Oh, uh, it's a five. <laughs> I've been wanting to have a good comedy comic. And God for forbid, a like, a time. comic actually is comedic yeah. yeah and and this is what i've been missing like i tried deadpool it didn't work out no. i tried other comics and i was like nope not working out this is five out of five pick it up i'm gonna get the next volume or the previous volumes just so i know what's going on yeah, oh dude you you will you will enjoy it thoroughly yeah i'm, yeah. I'm actually really excited to crack open that hardcover and it's great art too i hope yep. this guy i hope they stay together on. yeah yeah i really do roger five stars I mean, it's a heck of a lot of fun johnny if I could give this a 10, I would give it a 10. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. I didn't want to be that guy. I would have yeah. been like, no, this is 15 stars. Yeah, I'll, yep, I'll, you know? I'll be that guy. Usually, I'll just multiply what you guys just <laughs> said for my – no, uh, five stars for me also. I thoroughly enjoyed it. it I usually trust your opinion, but since it's your opinion, I'm like, I'm going to see if there's something wrong in this issue. <laughs> and What's that brother? Oh, man. Right there, man. It is. I don't understand how you could know me so well already. Dude, I've, I've, I, dude, here's the thing. I listen to you. It's not like I just tune you out <laughs> I tune as you much out as I want to. A lot. I know. <laughs> I have that effect on people. What would you guys rather have read or reviewed? Anything? Superman. Oh, I yeah. read that. Oh, my God. Did you read it? No. Instead oh, of Death of Hawkman? I've got my answer. <laughs> that would have that been my answer, I'm, too. I'm still on the first volume. We can't oh read Superman anymore, guys. I know. But this, dude, this... This was so satisfying when they're taking it. I would have rather reviewed Cyborg instead of Death of Hawkman. Honestly, I'm going to put one that I don't think you guys ever brought up. I'd rather, instead of Death of Hawkman, I would have gone with Aquaman because I'm reading that. Oh, that's actually really good still. Yeah, and it is fantastic. Warhead right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That whole issue, uh, New 52, DC Rebirth, Aquaman won me over. Aquaman's great. And he doesn't talk to fish people. Nope. No, no. Um, well, I think it that, can. That's a, he controls them. He that controls first them. issue from Jeff Johns when he yeah. explained that—that's great. I I think I would have swapped out over. for myself America to see how Monsters Unleashed the new issue would have been. Oh, because um, I've I've been hearing that that's not a not clone, oh, okay. clone conspiracy Omega. No, no, God, no. <laughs> we we read the end of that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've I've heard from several people that Monsters Unleashed is has been a good series. Um, considering how much I dislike Kung wow. Bun, I yeah. would like to. I'd it's, like honestly, to see it's just because it's heroes versus monsters. 
actual like potential bad guys. Yeah. yeah. Right. Of it not, being, not other heroes. Not 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 other heroes. Maybe Secret Empire is gonna be something like that, but at least I'm like I said, Captain America's bad. Yeah. It's not like he's a good guy. He's a fake good guy. Yeah, he's a fake good guy. So yeah. it makes him bad. That's the <laughs> ultimate but see, bad guy. We already we also did have Night uh Night of the Monster Men with Batman mm-hmm. the crossover. Yeah. So it's like we already had Godzilla like kaijus being fought by heroes. So Marvel's a little late to that party, but um I, yeah, I would have liked to have seen where where that would go, and then I'm totally happy with the indie books we reviewed. I, I oh yeah, God, hands down, I, yeah, sick. Or even much, Champions. I'm, Champions was out this week. Champions too. is I, good too. That's another one that I've heard has gotten really good. So yeah. I would like to. Have that's another that. one of my pulls. I love that one. Is it? Is it good? It's good. Was it it's, better after the first issue? Yeah, it's funny because you guys mentioned how Mark Wade was like he can't capture a kid's voice yeah. or a kid's character. The first issue. The first right. issue, but it it changed. Oh, That's, okay. See, and everybody said that. Like, good, he figured out everybody's voice. Yeah, and it's a good mix of heroes, too. And yeah. it's funny. I don't remember who said it, but I think they mentioned some... No, no, no. This is, like, a story that they're trying to... I, that I would mm. like to see them do is something where they they bring back the old heroes by making the champions or the younger heroes go against something they can't handle. Was it you? Yeah, it was probably Roger. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's, like, bring back the old heroes, like, original Thor and everybody and just mm. sit with it. But I love these young heroes right now. I love the champions. Mm. Okay. You know, See, champions. I, once again, that's another one I'd be willing to revisit because I trust yeah. hearing everybody. What I'm hearing about that. Everybody that's reading and Ramos, and that's Mark Wade. That's Mark Wade. Yeah. That's one of my guys. And, that's, yeah. and the that's Ramos art be. is what really makes it. Yeah. And yeah. I, lo- I Ramos is one of those guys that I, uh, I like him. Yeah, like he's him good with Spider Man. Yeah. He's good with X Men. He's good with whatever he's on. Yeah. Yeah. Despite what Johnny thinks, I really um, like Ramos. <laughs> I, now, here comes the. Don't, don't do this. To <laughs> me. Right, we have to move on. <laughs> we do. I I do like it. Is, did everybody mention what they would have rather reviewed? Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. So Roger, you got trivia? Yes. All right. Let's do some trivia okay. time. In honor of uh, the uh, the release of Logan in nice. theaters uh, tomorrow night, Thursday, uh, we're gonna do some Wolverine trivia. Uh, Okay, for each of you, each of you, give me a a team. This is going to be a quick round, Robin. Give me a team that Wolverine has been on. Johnny. X-Men. Avengers. <laughs> Jonathan. Uh, Fantastic Four. Yes. Really? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. X-Force. Yeah. Oh, God. Why didn't I? That was the yeah. book I read That's, forever. I thought you guys were going to go with that one first. That was awesome. I, I, I figured that one would be left dangling. But, yeah, no, he was on Fantastic Four. So it was Storm. Storm was a fantastic oh, form. Yeah, I knew about that one. I knew one. Spider-Man so. for sure also. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. New Avengers too? Uh, New yeah, Avengers, yeah. Probably. New Avengers, yeah. All right, I'm going to toss these up for grab. Uh, what's Wolverine's real name? Lo- James Logan's, James Logan's real James name. James Hallett. Yes. Thank you. What's his nationality? Canadian. What's his half-brother's name? Um, dog. From Origin. From Origin? Oh, my God. I want to say Dog. Um, what's his name? Yeah, dog. I don't. Dog Howlett? No. No. I don't know. It's where it's where Wolverine got his name from. Dog. dog his name's Dog Logan. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forgot wow. About that. Horrible so after name. He, yeah, because he's the. I remember he's the one that no one cared about. He's the. Yeah. The runt. Yeah. 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 Um, and Logan has two sons that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who are they? Talking. Dakin. Dakin. Not talking. Uh, Dakin. <laughs> or something like that? No. He's a Dakin. brotherhood of evil. I forget. I thought that was Dakin. Mm. Yeah, that's No, Dakin. no, but he's part of a... Uh, oh, you're he's right. Rogue's, he's Rogue and Wolverine's kid from uh, Birth of the Atom. What? <laughs> child, children, Battle, Battle of the Atom. No, no. Uh, children of the uh, Atom. I didn't finish No, that no, uh, Battle of the Atom, the... Uh, 
The new one? Yeah, the new one. Oh, really? From Jason Aaron? Oh, that no, was horrible. No, not from oh, Jason Aaron, yeah. from uh, Brian Michael Bendis? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was bad. <laughs> it's the old, it's the Brotherhood of uh, uh, Mutants. Mutants. Future. Future versions oh. come down. Okay. And it's, so uh, there's another one that I know of. Yeah. Oh, okay. Arista? No idea who that is. Who? The one that Logan doesn't even know about. He's uh, what's his uh, name? Barista? He, uh, Arista. 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 Uh, <laughs> works at Starbucks. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say like, <laughs> that sounds really lame. He got, he got busy in the Savage Land with the uh, you know, queen of one of the tribes there. She oh, had a kid. Logan. He didn't know I can about dig it. it so. All right, but that's you know that's how he rolls. Okay. Sure. All right. For uh, for you listeners at home, are we going to do the, the website thing this week? Try I mean, it it's up. Contact. It, what's the question from last week though? And who won? Alex and Ada, are they written down? Oh, yep. Is it safe to say that yeah. I won? Let's. I think win? there's. I, I think, think there's two <laughs> weeks worth because last week we failed to mention the winners of the week before. So I'll just I'll I'll shout out shout out to to both those. So um, two weeks ago, uh, and the Harley Quinn winners. The answer the the Golden Age wife to Alan Scott was Molly Maine. And the guys who were first to buzz in on that were Andre Devare and hey, David Rivas. Andre, first time winner there. Nice. Yeah, great Google uh, skills. So, congratulations. Oh, one of them was my question, right? The robots? Alex and Ada was last uh, week, yeah. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Which we had, yeah, we had plenty of people yes. jump on, but uh, same two winners in the same order Andre Devare, David Rivas. Back, <laughs> back to back. Jeez. One, two winners. What was the question last week? Last but, week was the. the um, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Question, oh yeah, which Marvin the Paranoid. Marvin, Marvin. It's only Jonathan's favorite thing he always yeah. talks about. I love, dude. I, there's nothing Marvin. greater than Douglas Adams writing in that. It's series. funny because I remember when you said that. I was I know this, yeah. but I, I always listen to you guys like during work, and I don't have time to respond <laughs> quick enough. So I'm like, no. And Mar- Marvin is the best. Yes, I mean he's the best. One of the best creator uh, characters ever created anywhere, any medium. Yeah, I mean he's and just I fantastic. Think, was it Alan Rickman? That yes, was his oh yeah. In the movie, which yes, made it perfect even portrayal. Better? God, God bless him. Yeah, yeah. Oh my R. goodness. R.I.P. Um, and mm-hmm. but. <laughs> but shout out to, to Heather, Heather for having the for most conclusive <laughs> it was, answer, Heather. Yeah, she sent me a, a short essay text on That was an answer this. that made me proud she was because like, was I she... was looking for some, like other fans of that, that novel slash movie. <laughs> and Heather was like, it's okay, I don't want to win, but I got this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and gave me all this, all this you know, just... Drop the knowledge bomb, you know, on uh, Hitchhiker's Guide and Marvin. So that was that was really cool. Okay, so this week, uh, question for for you listeners. I don't I don't know how hard or not this is going to be. Uh, I I found it on Google, so I'm sure you can too. Um, okay, a little Wolverine trivia for you. All right, John Byrne initially sketched a face for what he thought Wolverine would look like under the mask. Okay, mm-hmm. did a character design for for Logan, but he didn't realize that the artist Dave Cockrum had already revealed his face in a previous issue. All right. So he's like, oh, okay. So he had to use. He decided to use his character design for another Marvel character. Oh, that's cool. Who is that character? And and the answer is totally cool too. 
So do I have you, to uh, wait till the end? Do you want Do you want to edit this out? No, I <laughs> wait till the end. I don't want to edit. All right, I'll tell you guys after the show. Uh, so tune in next time. So anyway, yeah. So if you know the answer to this, who who uh, um, John Burns, or, you know, original Logan creation was used for another Marvel character? You know the answer to that. Um, hit us up at. at um, you can go to allstarcomicspodcast.com. There's a contact button there uh, that has a little form that you can fill out. Or you could just send an email to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com uh, with your answer. Or you can send in questions or comments or anything like that. And that's the only way we're going to take that's answers the only and way questions now? We, yeah. Well, at least I think so. Or sure. Okay. Let's try that this yeah. week. Yeah. That's good because that'll be the ultimate time. Okay. Too. Yeah. Yeah. That'll yeah. be one one place Inclusive. to direct. I mean, because people might have an unfair advantage if they have your phone number. Yeah. Well, well, no, uh, because they're all timestamped yeah. too. Yeah, I guess. Allstarcomicspodcast dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, nice yeah. and easy. Every, yeah. It's all timestamped. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna go ahead and talk about the graphic novel this week, Wolverine. Sit closer. Old Man Logan. Right. So this is the first time I actually read this. What would you think? It was awesome. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. It's Marvel, man. I know. It's e- Marvel. Every, every, it's yeah, Millar. So here's the weird thing. Like, I know we talk a lot of <clears throat> crap about Mark Millar and his shock jockiness. And there You're was definitely. Just let me finish, son. All right. <laughs> and there's definitely a lot of that in this. Um, but, man, did it work for the story. <laughs> so... Uh, I was I, plus it's McNiven. Yeah, McNiven's, art, man. McNiven's oh one of my favorite was, Marvel yeah. guys. Yeah, um, uh, all that in-house Marvel, Johnny. Yeah, I but actually <laughs> like McNiven. <laughs> it's been a while since you used that. Joke. McNiven being in-house on Marvel, he only does like two issues at a time of anything. You know, like, but they're weird. good. Yeah. The, well, we <laughs> got a whole graphic novel yeah. in this. Well, this was know. like years ago, though. Yeah, I know. Um, I love. Shall I pitch it? Yeah, go for it. Sorry, right. I, I forgot. That's I got okay. so excited. I know. That's okay. Um, okay, so Wolverine, Old Man Logan, written by Mark Millar, art by Steve McNiven, uh, both already mentioned, and uh, both stalwarts of the Marvel Universe and beasts with, with uh, what they do. Um, Old Man Logan is uh, Mad Max Marvel style, where a, a very old, blind Hawkeye hires Logan as his navigator on a cross-country trip <laughs> and is going to pay him $500 so he can pay the, the hillbilly Hulk children, inbred Hulk children, oh. rent. <laughs> that was one of those Mark Millar and things. And you get stuff like, you know, a, 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 a Tyrannosaurus Rex and a symbiote. You yeah, know, everything. It's, yeah. There's all kinds of stuff. Spider mobile and stuff. Red, the spider yeah, mobile. The spider, spider, spider yeah, buggy. Does what a spider um, buggy can. <laughs> yeah. Red Skull in, 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 in a baggy caps uniform. Oh, there's there's a lot of stuff in here. Okay. But it's it's ultimately, I mean, it's Mad Max Marvel style. So yeah. Mad Max meets uh, Good, Bad, and Ugly. Like yeah. Eastwood, man. I love yeah. it. There's a lot in this. Um, and it's a surprisingly easy, fast read. I, I was a little worried because I had only read one chapter the other day, and I was like, oh, man, I got to yeah. catch up on this. And I burned through the rest of this this morning. As a matter of fact, like I think uh, I maybe spent less than an hour getting through the rest of it, and I brought it back to the I read this during shop. my break today. I was yeah. like, oh, let me get this back on. Let me get this going again. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, and this this story is set in, in the future, in you like, know, probably 50, 60 years in the future. Yeah. Logan is all gray. Um, Hawkeye's all gray. He, he's old. Old and burnt. Uh, 
all the and, and all the heroes are all the, gone. Okay, and the USA has been divided into territories. Yeah, and it's gone because the the villains actually joined forces. Like every villain decided to join a coordinated, coordinated attack. And it was beautifully beautifully done. Right. One it. of the things I don't want to spoil. So yeah, I'm gonna throw this out there before before we get further in there is. What happened? To the Wolverine? reason, yeah. What Why happened? What happened oh, to Wolverine? Okay. Because he's he's, you know, one of the, one of you the things that you it? get very early on is that he won't pop his claws. That Logan is a pacifist. He's not gonna. He's a broken man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's just and yeah. I I don't want to talk about that because when you get to that point, it's like, oh, dude, oh, yeah. And the way you hurts. get to it too. When we when it did get yeah. there in the story, I was like. Pfft. Why is this? And then you flip the page and you see what happened. And you're like, oh. Yeah. And it's yeah. done well, too. Okay. Yeah. Because I see even, what we're doing. Because even beforehand, like, during the journey, you know, Hawkeye hires Wolverine. Doesn't believe it. He's yeah, and he's like, like no. no, you can't do this. And it's like, dude, what, like, there's a scene, there's a part where they're getting jumped by the Ghost Riders, which is a group of, like, a, just a gang that looks <laughs> like they might have the powers of Ghost Riders. Like, or not. It, or not. Yeah. Or they're just, like, fanboys. But they, they they jump them, and then Wolverine's getting beat. And even the guy, one of the leader, the leader of the Ghost Riders is like, dude, you're not going to fight? He's like, I'm never going to uh, hurt another person. Another person. He's like, all right, whatever. Starts swinging at him. And Hawkeye saves the day. He's blind, but he's like, I can still hear. And he just, you know, Robin Hood's everybody. <laughs> and he even asks him, he's like, dude, why don't you fight? What's going on? And he's like, they broke me, man. I, I love that one part right there. He's like, yeah. it just broke me. I'm like, dude, you. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know Hawkeye had powers. I thought he was just good with an arrow. Yeah, yeah he is. His, his power is but literally like, just heightened senses. He's heightened got sense. heightened senses now. I mean, well, I, I want to say he's just he had good vision. The dude's and blind. Then he went and he's blind. driving. And well, but because Logan's driving, navigating, bro. which is awesome. He's yeah. a non-chemical daredevil. You, he goes yeah. over a cliff. Yeah, if you but look, yeah. If you <laughs> look right at that. where he's driving, there's no traffic. There's no traffic, and it's flatland. All they gotta do is go one direction. But what I loved about this yeah, too every, was, every five minutes he's like, "Am I still going east?" Yeah. <laughs> I loved about this is there's just the journey because it's the the villains took over, and as you go through, they're going through different landmarks, and they're mentioning things like Hammerfall, Pimfall, um, and you're just like, "Why do they call call it that?" And, and you're and you're seeing things, the battles, where the battles where, the where all fell. the heroes fell, and it's beautiful because I loved Hammerfall because he's talking about people come here because they want hope. And right. even Wolverine's like, why? Why did they call it Hammerfall? And he looks over and he sees that the hammer is there. Mjolnir. Mjolnir is there. Yeah. And I, I don't think there was. And a, you have all these people just around, gathering around it, like worshiping yeah. it. But I kind of wish there was people trying to pull it because I wanted to see that hope where like someone's gonna get someone's the power. Gotta be someone's got to be worthy, yeah. you know? Or at least the trying, because that's what I felt when I was reading this. I'm like, man, this is like the most post-apocalyptic book ever. I, I love I'm, it. I'm really surprised they got away with some of the stuff that they had in this book. This was this is not a book for kids. It is nah, not. No, no, Just no, no, no. very much how they're saying Logan is not a movie for kids. Well, it's rated R. Yeah, yeah. well, this book was rated R, man. Yeah. But this is and, one of the most violent portrayals yeah, of Wolverine that I've and, ever seen. But it's also, again, like a love character building. Like, yeah. This is one of those things where when they came out, I remember it's like Wolverine was just like savage, broody. Like, you know, he's the best there is at what he does. He's just, go do this, and he'll go kill X person, you know? Mm-hmm. This was like, no, let's give him some character. Let's show him some love. Like, this guy has some depth, and I loved it. I loved it. Mm. You know, it's fantastic. Yeah. And even w- they go back and forth from past to present. and With his memories. With his memories. And one of my favorite ones were, is like, I guess they were telling the story where Captain America went toe-to-toe with 
uh, Red Skull, and he loses. And I love Captain uh, Red Skull. He's just like, "What are you doing? Are you whispering? Are you whispering a prayer?" It's like you don't need that. It's done. I won. You know, who would have? Who who else could have commanded everybody to do what they did? And I loved it. Which this we is... should note that it was Bucky Cap and not Steve Cap. Oh, was this, it? Yeah, it was... that was the Bucky Cap uniform. Oh man, so oh, that's yeah. even better because it's like I thought he was actually he killed Steve Rogers. I was like, there's no way Steve's gonna go down that easy, right? Oh man, I love <laughs> Sorry. it though. <laughs> I, I just, Real yeah. quick, this was actually also on Earth eight oh seven one two eight. Yeah, I was so, gonna ask, is this the main it's Marvel not six universe? No, Earth. Okay. no. Th- I remember they, this was just like a spinoff story, like a what if kind yeah. of alternate thing. Worlds. alternate World, universe, but yeah. it's good. Yeah, because well, that's it's where because I mean, this this old man Logan is in the six one six current six one six Marvel universe, but because of Secret Wars, yeah. he yeah. came from here. Because he came yeah. from there, which to, well done too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Old man Logan, oh Doom World. Yeah, yeah it's Doom. so good. They busted a Terminator basically, like in Old Man Logan, new Old Man Logan. He's basically he came back from his universe. He's like, I gotta stop this from happening. <laughs> you know, it's like I can't let this happen. And what's crazy about it, what I love about that is that there's panels where they show the heroes that have fallen, and it's not like in this old man Logan. You see Spider Man fallen, you see Miss Marvel, but it's the same characters. But it's young Spider Man, Miles Morales, Spider Man. It's Camila uh, Khan, female Thor. So what I loved about that, I started thinking like, oh man, is, are they like, is this brain kind of deteriorating? Like, is it meshing together right now? I love the way they were doing it. Mm. It's a highly recommend read. Cool. But this one, wow, beautiful. Yeah. Good pace. Yeah, and there's oh. a and there's a lot of gratification at the end. Uh, can we talk about that? To uh, or no? Hulk? Yeah. Can we? <laughs> can we? Go we? There? Sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things, okay, because when the, when this started and the Hulks were the bad guys, like, and I was like, okay, so there's like a like a like like it's this weird redneck version of, or I should call them greennecks, uh, but these hillbilly oh. Hulks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love it. it oh no, Johnny's shaking his head, and and I'm with you. I mean, it it was when I first read that, I, you know, years ago. It's so wrong. Yeah, it is so wrong. Yeah. But, but I think that's what makes it so good, though, because yeah. this is not a kid <laughs> book. So it's like it's, so right. <laughs> it's like it's one of those things where even he says, like, you know, it's the radiation poison maybe messing with my head. But I wanted to keep my line pure. Who else has my blood? My cousin. Jennifer. My you cousin. Know? And so and that's like perfect redneck is like, my cousin got my bloodline. We're going to make this pure. <laughs> green hair, green eyes. Which all know? the buck tooth just oh my hillbilly yeah. like, hey, hey, Clarence, <laughs> yeah. Eustace. Like, oh, they, just like, they, Bo, Bo, they did Bo. pick the names. Yeah, yeah they, they they went for it. It's like, Bo, come here, Bo. Yeah, okay. they went full redneck, like hillbilly, with all oh. the names of the different Hulk children. It but was that, so bad. That final fight oh, was yeah. amazing. And yeah. it, it brings you back to, like, when they first met back yep. in, like, what was it, like, 71, 72, something like that? Yeah. Way before I was born. Yeah, the 60s, whatever, yeah. And yeah. it was just fantastic. I loved it. It I don't want to spoil much, but... It was a it was gratifying good. fight, because... For, for for most of this story, Hawkeye really carries a lot of the action. Yeah. yeah. Um, Logan really is, is sticks to his guns. He says, dude, it's on you. I'm not yeah. going to do anything to hurt anybody. And so you get to see kind of how awesome Hawkeye really is, even being blind. And then when everything kind of goes the way it goes and that final thing gets gets crossed with Logan, that makes it. And he finally says, my name's not Logan. Because all the time, yeah. everybody's like, Oh, Wolverine, you're Wolverine. He's like, no, that's not my name anymore. And he finally says, when they call him Logan, and he says, no, my name's Wolverine. And you get a Snicked. full page of him just dropping the claw or popping the claws. 
Oh, it's yeah. so gratifying because so, he yeah. just goes for the next two chapters on a rampage. Oh my god, it's so <laughs> it's good. It's just exactly what you want. Yeah. It gives you everything that you want from Wolverine. I think back in the days, like Wolverine fans wanted more character from him, like more depth. You got that, and, and then like the classic Wolverine fans were like, "No, nah, I just want him to kick ass." Oh, sorry. That's you know? <laughs> and you got that too. Yeah. yeah, and you got that too. Like it was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I got a kudos to Malar, man. Like this is this was good Malar. Mm-hmm. And, like, depending on what day it is, you could get good Malar or bad Malar. And this was good Malar. Um, and it ends well, too. Like, Yeah, it's yeah, finite. It doesn't. It, yeah. yeah, it's concluded. Yeah. Until Serial Wars comes out. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an ending that fits it well. We have well, he j- he jumps to sharks so hard in this book. Yeah. But it works really well. I mean, and, and it's a story that. You know, really, only he can tell. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, because it's just, it's it's, it's out there. It's, it's so hard boiled. It's you know, one of those stories gritty. that I miss right now with all these. Like, I know lately Marvel's been getting bashed on and not shown, getting any love, but it's like these are the stories that I'm like, I want this to come back. Well, dude, th- th- there's been there's been a couple of Marvel books that I've given high praise to uh, Secret Invasion mm-hmm. with the exception of the final chapter and um, House, of House, House of M, M. Oh, yeah. House of M was a freaking page turner oh yeah you know and um, I'm sure if I went back and read 1602 <laughs> I would like it but that was a tough was, read though even for me it is a tough read yeah. uh, just in terms of dialogue and how much there is um, but those are good what? ideas seriously yeah, you too yeah, no, tough read no. what was, it was <laughs> tough, no, mainly for me just because it was like, have at thee. It, it was more, it was very Thorish, and I was having trouble with it, but then I read well, it was, hitting, I, was, I was digging it, though, at the yeah. same time. It was well, just it was it was a slower pace for me. Like, usually I like to burn through them, like a volume I'll burn through in a day, but this one was like, no, I got to take two, three days to get this one done. But I loved it. <laughs> I still loved it. Yeah. Cool. All right. It, it's just. I'll let you off the hook then. Neil, Neil, uh, Neil Gaiman could have toned it down a little bit and uh, made it a little easier to get I through. I think he made it perfect. Everybody else thought so. Yeah. If they read the book. Um, You've been quiet about this one too. Yeah, I've been really quiet about this. I, I'm a really big Millar fan, actually. Current Millar with Starlight, and I believe it's called Huck, uh, oh, and a Huck huge, yeah, a huge a McNiven too. fan. Because is he doing that book, The Chantress on Source? Oh, some? the the Marvel one? No, Millar with a Monin. I don't know. It's some. It's his own book. Oh, Empress. 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 Oh, Empress. That Empress. that ended. Yeah. That was actually really good. Space drama. Ah, cool. Really good. Yeah. Stuart Eminen. Yeah, I thought Johnny might have That was on Icon too. for whatever reason. Yeah, Marvel and Brit. Yeah. Uh, Probably and because of Eminem being uh-huh. exclusive to Marvel. And I've been really liking Millar as of late, but this is the Millar that I absolutely hate. Oh, <laughs> the, honestly, like, this is this just is... You hate the good Millar. No. You hate it, the this, <laughs> this with, like, kick-ass and things like that, it's just masochism. Civil it's War? It's what? Masochism. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's just sadism. a but- You mean sadism? <laughs> no, man. Look, uh, it's masochist, masochist is a self-punisher. Uh, I actually googled the, the definition <laughs> just to make sure <laughs> that I was Johnny, reading the Johnny, did one. you like Civil did War? You? Uh, Civil War? Uh, no, I did not like Civil War. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's just a bunch of pain and suffering for just pain but and suffering. Say, look, you say that the suffering. ending is finite, but it's not. He's going to. Uh, Go kill the other people. It's not finite he, at he's all. He's not going to kill he other does, people. He's going to rectify what went wrong. Yeah. He's, he's, it's, I like assume I say, it's like he's going to kill a bunch of people. But that's what he does. Yes, but then it isn't finite. 
and you don't get a lot of gratification. You you see him beaten down all through. Okay. Your definition is uh, skewed, son. <laughs> in general use, the enjoyment of what appears oh to be painful God. or tired. This isn't an English class, no. people. <laughs> anyway. Masochism is getting Masochism certain is, kind of pleasure from being hurt. Sadism is harm to I others. don't know. Google lie to me. <laughs> um, either way, it's just a bunch of, you know, suffering for suffering. You like so. freaking nail biter. Yeah, but that actually has a good story. So did this. This was a good story, this, too. Okay. We <laughs> delve into freaking what broke Man, Logan yes. and builds him back up. Hey, we were, we were on a good page. We were on a good tangent. I don't know about this anymore, man. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Man. look, 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 look. I'm not I'm not saying that this book was written bad because I did like the, the character moments with Logan. I did see that he was, mm. you know, very sturdy and not popping his claws anymore up until that point you know what that thing that happened to him and i really like that but it's just like him being punished and pushed around and and the way that the way that they break him i was just like oh god this is just too much but these are also but this was a worst dark, villains yeah, yeah. this is dark a dark story. story so that's why i liked it it's i don't not know my little if this was bro. if this was like a standard marvel comic that came out at that time and all of a sudden they went into this tangent i would have been like what the heck just happened I would have been, I would be on you uh, with you with that, but this was like, no, we're gonna set this to the side, make it, you know, like one it's of the pun- a Punisher things. Max, you know, Jessica Jones, and make it dark, make it grimy. Yeah, but no, this wasn't on the Max line. This was no, in the main Wolverine. Oh, title. was it? Yeah, it was not an 60, event book. Sixty-seven to seventy-two. Yes. Oh, maybe if I read it but, back then. I, I mean, it was right in because you had, oh. That was a little bit earlier because you had this in that in that run of Wolverine, you had where um, issue fifty I think was where he beheaded Sabretooth. Oh, you wow. had this great Sabretooth story, and then uh, Simone Bianchi came on to do the issues after that, and then they started with McNiven on on this story, and and that ended that Wolverine run I think. Oh, it ended great. Yeah, with the, the old man Logan, but it was in the regular Marvel lineup. Yeah. We can disagree; it's all good. That's it's love, man. <laughs> no, but I just have to say, this was a good. This is by far, I, I and I will say, arguably the best Wolverine story that they've ever written. Look, There's I, definitely most. I think more character expl- uh, exploration yeah, dude, in man. this. Really? Yeah. Oh, are you gonna give me another one? <laughs> Not school. Oh, origins too. Yeah, origins. Not origins. No, two. no origins as or- well. Yeah. yeah the first. Like T O O. Yeah. Like, okay. I get that too, but I have beef with that one just because it was an origin story, and I like the fact that Wolverine could not remember his, have remember anything. About oh, that. I'm you know I'm kind of because after House of M when they said uh, when Wolverine goes, I remember everything. I was like, <gasps> yeah, I was like, no, that was such no, that's that's such an Sacrilege. integral part of your character. Yeah. How can you do that? But. The, um, the origin, mm-hmm. yeah. After they did that, when uh, you know Joe Quesada, you know, announced the the origin series, where you get to, you know, you had the origin um, event, you know, miniseries that then led into the origin series, and they got to go back and tell all these stories with Logan and like Cap back in World oh, War Two yeah. when they first met and stuff. They did some, they did some really cool stuff. And yeah, when the I romance it. started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wrap it up. I don't. I don't know. It just. I felt like it felt a little pointless to me. I mean, yeah. I really, I really like the way. Dude, come on. No. No, it's all good. 
No, and but, I get no, it. No, 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 I'm not saying don't talk. I'm just saying, dude, I we just disagree. thoroughly like, disagree. Well, yeah, I know. I Usually I like very dark and gory stuff, but this was just, it felt like kick-ass to me, and I hated kick-ass. I never read kick-ass. I read yeah. it, and it, it didn't feel like that to me. It's just, like, like look, I This I was see, definitely, I see your point about the violence, mm-hmm. but I don't think you could have told this story without, without that it, violence. Yeah. Right. You have to have something to juxtapose all the quiet character moments against with what this world is set up. It is a Mad Max brutal, the villains are in control. But I also felt like you had to counter it with some kind of positivity and sure he 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 actually doesn't even get any positivity in the end I mean sure he and that he gets his retribution and his revenge on those those people that caused his uh some of his pain but like that's it and but that's he just what goes off into the too, sunset cuz it's it's not it's a happy ending in a dark in a dark dark world like it's like look I it's I got my revenge and I'm trying to fix something that and all and all in all things same, like it's probably you can't fix what just happened in this one. Like everybody, all the heroes are gone. Maybe like let's just say twenty are left, you know. And he's trying to do what thousands of heroes used to do back in the day, you know. Mm-hmm. So I got I got a question for Johnny. Is yeah. it the lack of positivity, or is it because with this one, I when I was reading this, I you know, just about every issue that came out, I'm rolling my eyes. I'm like, really, Millar? Are you kidding? <laughs> Did you seriously? There's a lot of beheadings in this series. Is yeah. it, you know, was it, because, and for me, it's it's jumping the shark, you know, that mm-hmm. there are scenes in there that I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> that took guts to write and yeah. it took way more guts to publish, you know, what he's doing with these characters. So was it, were, was there stuff that offended you? I think it is the, the in, latter. In the way they use these characters? Because I get that. Yeah, I, th- I, mean, I think I get that, that. that's probably it. Because, I mean, sure, I, I can read Grimm stuff. Uh, you know, like, it was uh, just too much. Like Jonathan said, um, Nailbiter, you know, mm. that's pretty grim. But this just felt like, what are you doing to these characters, to these beloved characters? You keep pushing and... and uh, I don't know. I <laughs> One of the really rules of literature is you have to punish your main characters. Most of the time, God. Yeah. Most of the great writers will tell you you have to be able to punish your character. I mean, sure, but he barely gets any retribution and revenge at the end. I mean, there's barely, <laughs> dude. Barely, yes, barely. Oh. Well, it is no. an alternate so, earth. Yeah. So what? He, what causes him to break? He does nothing after that. What nothing at all. What he did at the end. Oh, okay. Okay. To, wrap let's, wrap up. Up. okay. let's wrap it. Let's wrap it. We're just gonna I'll keep going this, back and forth. I'll say this at least. You want character development with this? Lemire's run with Old Man Logan now has yeah. it. Okay. Like it is. He he. Like I said, he knows how to just get in, like characters in people's, heads. in people's heads, and he did it perfectly with him. So I'll say, if you want that, I'll loan you those two. All right. And it's not super graphic. Okay. Well, I, I don't really care about <laughs> yeah. that. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, he's down with that. Stars. Yeah. Five. It's perfect. Roger. Four and a half. Three and a half for me. I love the art. Five, yeah, and some of those gory scenes, man, yeah. those are great. That, yeah, and that, it's that so first detailed. like gory scene with him imagining Arrows. going through uh, oh, Bo, oh, yeah. Bo for the first time, yeah. yeah. That and, I was like, man, that's but, great. See, and that shows character because he's like, he in his mind, he's like, no, I could easily gut yeah. you right now, but I'm not doing it. And that's strength. like the way of the samurai yeah. kind of thing because yeah. he is a samurai at heart, too. He's mm-hmm. like, I promised myself I wouldn't do this, I gotta go oh. with it, yeah, yeah, love it. All right, let's do some previews real quick. Uh, We'll run down this list as quickly as possible because we've been a little long-winded on our reviews. 
Uh, from Marvel Comics, we have all new Wolverine number 18, Captain America Steve Rogers number 13, Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme number 6, Gwenpool number 13, IVX number 6 of 6, and we're reviewing that next week, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, oh man. Um, I'm actually excited for that one. Uh, Jessica Jones number 6, Kingpin number 2, Man Thing number 1 of 5, R.L. Stein. Oh, what man. up? Ooh. That's going to be interesting. R.L. Stein. That's what I was like, okay. Should we do two like Marvel we books? Two Marvel books. Should we Maybe. do two Marvel books? Because, I mean, that that's kind of speaking to my Maybe. childhood. I mean, it's R.L. Stein. Yeah. yeah. So, I love you guys breaking the breaking the, the, the mold. Every mold. Yeah, we want. No, do, yeah. <laughs> this will be, we've done two of all. Everything, them, so. yeah. yeah. It's R.L. Stein on Man Thing. We yeah. kind of have to. Yeah. Like, get my goosebumps on, man. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Pick your ending. <laughs> we'll do two. Um, yeah, we'll anyway, do I love two. those. We'll do two. Okay, cool. Um, that's kind of cool. You guys will be my decider if I'll pick it up. Too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Awesome. I hope that's good. I really... Yeah. I want them to turn their ship around. Uh, Nova number four, Old Man Logan number nine. All the books you've been talking about. I'm telling you, like week, it's man. funny. Um, Power Man and Iron Fist number fourteen, yeah. Silver Surfer number nine, Spider Man, Deadpool number fifteen, and Star Wars Doctor Afra number five. From DC Comics, we have Action Comics number nine seventy five, which <laughs> part two of Superman Reborn, uh, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey number eight, Deathstroke number fourteen, Detective Comics number nine fifty two. Earth 2 Society, number 22. Flash, number 18. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, number 16. Justice League of America, number 2, which we are reviewing next week, correct? Yes. Awesome. Justice League Power Rangers, number 3 of 6. There you go, Matt. (laughs) Mother Panic, number 4, is finally out again. Uh, New Superman, number 9. Red Hood and the Outlaws, number 8. Scooby Apocalypse, number 11. Suicide Squad, number 13. Supergirl, number 7. Superwoman, number 8. Titans, number 9. And Wonder Woman number 18, that's it from DC. A considerably smaller list of indie comics are coming out next week. We finally have the return of Copperhead number 11, which has been on hiatus for like two years. Wow. Seriously long time. Seriously long time. Seriously. Is that un- space book? Space cowboy, right, kind of yeah. in the vein of Serenity. Yeah. Like if you. Underrated book. Mm. Very underrated book. It's coming back with a new artist, so I have a feeling maybe it was the artist that held things up. Serenity, that's that Firefly thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm a> stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, Copperhead, underrated. People should read the first two volumes. Uh, Grass Kings, number one. Don't know what that is. Green Valley, number six of nine. Low, number 16. There you go again, Matt. What? Uh, Planet of the Apes, Green Lantern, number two. Oh, I skipped one. Nancy yeah. Drew and the Hardy Boys, number one. Yeah. Oh, huh. Do we know who's publishing that? He, I'm pretty sure it's Dynamite. Dynamite. So it's going to suck. Dynamite. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, then we have, th- okay, I'm Skydoll Sudra, number one of two. Yes. And you said we're going to thank you for this? Yes. Y- you said this was up my alley, right? Especially Johnny. Okay, great. It's only two and issues, too. Watch, so. it's going to be horrible. Issues. I'm excited. <laughs> watch I, it be like Alex. Dude, I like I, books. Man. Okay, Skydoll is. Uh, you mentioned it before. Yeah, I had I had a book in, uh, I've sold them all. Um, it was originally published by uh, the French publisher Soleil mm-hmm. and um, but several publishers around the globe, including Marvel, picked it up to be published in the United States. If you read this, you'll be like, Marvel published this? Because it's risque, I mean, right? it's, it's super risque. And um, and it, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's super existential too. I I love this, and the art is is crazy good. Okay. Um, it's Alessandro uh, Barbucci and 
Barbara Canepa. Same team? Uh, yes. And they've done, I mean, this character was created, I think, back in like 1997, whereabouts for them. But they haven't come out with a ago? lot of stuff. I mean, because they, they came out, they've got one book that's that's a decade of their work. And it, it's it's like the size of the Rat Queen's graphic novel. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I, I love this character. I love this series. I have no idea, you know, I haven't seen any advanced stuff for Sudra. But if it's anything like their past stuff, it's I'm 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 okay. excited. We'll find out. So we'll uh, see. SpongeBob Comics number sixty six is also out next week. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Universe number eight and Wicked and Divine number twenty seven. Excuse me. And that's gonna do it for the indie comics. For graphic novels, another short list. We have Deathstroke t- Trade Paperback number one, The Professional, and that's a rebirth title, and that is one to check out, in my opinion. Uh, then we have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers trade paperback number oh, two, oh, um, or volume two, excuse volume me. Volume two, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the one where we find out the Dark Ranger, right? I Is think it, it might be the third arc. Third arc, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Wacky Raceland trade paperback is out next week. And we are going to be reviewing Iron Fist because of the TV show, yes. or because of yep. Netflix. Yep. Sweet. show premiered on the 17th. Fraction, the first the first volume oh, of the man. Matt Fraction run. Or the Immortal Iron Fist. The Immortal oh, that, was that was Baker? Was that Brubaker or Fraction? I think it was. That started that series. I think it was Fraction. Fraction. It's from volume one. And Brubaker. They co-wrote it. Right. Nice. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay. That was a good one. Man. That made me love Iron I'm Fist, too. I'm I was not an Iron Fist fan, and that made me love it. Matt Sweet. Fraction does that. Like, yeah. He makes you love characters. He made me appreciate Hawkman. Or Hawkman. Hawkeye, Hawkeye. too. Yeah. Hawkman. Yeah. Nothing can <laughs> make me appreciate Hawkman. Wow. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Jonathan. Wow. All right, let's go ahead and jump over to some news real quick. We got a couple of uh, some comics, some show, uh, comic show related things. Uh, so Letter Forty Four is getting ready to end. Yeah, um, they're entering their final arc, if I'm not mistaken. That's what it said. Cool, uh, and that's Charles Soule and uh, yeah. another Albuquerque. Artist. Yeah, but not Raphael Albuquerque. The other Albuquerque. The other but Albuquerque. That, that show is great. I mean, that show, that book is great. Like I've been reading it. And it the, could be a show. The, See, it reminds me of a show that was on ABC a while ago that got canceled. I'll tell you about that later. Okay. <laughs> but um, this book is really good. If you like aliens and you like politics, man. Letter 44? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm Charles, Charles Soule is one of his, uh, before he went exclusive with uh, Marvel, mm-hmm. is it was on Oni. No, that's on Oni Press. Oni Press, and it was just, oh. yeah. So it doesn't sell well because it's like a low-key publisher, but the story's really good. You guys won me over with Soul and Albuquerque, though. So I was just like, <laughs> well, not right. Raphael Albuquerque. Oh, no, Dif- not? Different yeah. Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. okay. Because when I first saw it, also, I was like, Albuquerque? What? And he was like doing another thing. And I was like, how's the have time for this? And I was like, oh, it's a different. The art is still, still pretty still good. good. I'll still give it a yeah. shot. Still, yeah. still good. Yeah. Still, yeah. still. I got to show some independent love right yeah. now. No. Um, then the big, the big news, because we announced last week that they cast – Maximus the Mad yeah. from with the the dude from Game of Thrones. Well, we finally got our Black Bolt casting and our Medusa casting this week for the Inhumans TV show. Black Bolt is going to be Anson Mount, who was one of the main characters on uh, AMC's Hell on Wheels. Didn't see it, but he looks just like uh, Black Bolt. Yeah, he's got the jaw. <laughs> yeah, he's got the jaw <laughs> the underneath that structure, beard. Yeah. Uh, and then Medusa is going to be played by Sorinda Swan. Don't and I have no it. clue what she's been in. They're both like no names, basically. They haven't been anything huge. Well, Hell on Wheels was pretty popular for AMC. It was another high-rated show. 
Okay, but I've never heard of it, so. Yeah. <laughs> if I haven't heard of it, it's new well, to me. I mean, you know, it's not like your mainstream <laughs> pop culture. You know, it's not like your yeah, your Robert a, Downey Juniors and it stuff. It was a it was definitely a a drama. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And so. some Mount better be able to speak without words, man. Because well, that was he, the big that was the big thing that yeah. they wanted. He's just that presence. You know? Have you seen his? Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, we'll see. He's got, he's, he's got, but so far, I mean, this Inhuman sounds like it's gonna be awesome. It's yeah. ABC that has it, or is it Netflix? That ABC, ABC, really? Yeah. But it's gonna premiere in IMAX for really? an hour and a half. Yeah, I just don't know because ABC still kind of like watched Agents of Shield. I have, but it took four seasons before it actually got dark and good. Well, they also moved the time slot. Yeah, and they, yeah. they made those in- and they cut on purpose. Ghost Riders time. In that Spoilers. show, I haven't seen season four yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that was apparently budgetary. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot to make that. Still, apparently, they just Joey. wrapped up a, LMD, a story arc on the which, LMDs, which mm. was like off the charts good. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. people are it's saying two it's story arcs the, in there. Yeah, so so well, that's what they're doing is they're kind of dividing up each season with serialized story arcs. Okay. So the first story arc of this season was Ghost Rider. The second one was, was LMD, and apparently, oh yeah, this season. I think Jed Whedon was the one that. Wrote he's the showrunner, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, no, Jed, not Josk. I think Josk is the ex- executive. Jed producer. is the showrunner. Is he? Run- I thought it was yeah. Loeb. Jed showruns. Josh just a producer, or Josh oh. just a producer. Okay, well, anyway, Jed wrote that final episode that everybody's losing. Everyone's their minds flipping over. their mind over. So like, I have yeah. it. I have that arc specifically saved on my DVR because I've been trying to catch up with the DC shows. Yeah. Um, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, Apparently, this yeah. season is just as good as Flash or anything yeah. now right now. So it's I'm just saying strong. they, they yeah. need Ghost Rider back in now. That's that's well, he's me. coming back. So yeah. if Agents of Shield can be this good, I have high hopes for Inhumans being. Good, yeah, you know? okay. especially they have, they have the cast, they I think have the characters. They're dumping. It's money good for a cast. show too, though, because yeah. it's not it's not a movie kind of comic to my opinion it's more like you got to have these character developments yeah they can't with, do it with in an the hour and inhumans, they have to and if they're gonna the royals if, if they're gonna yeah. still do the the inhumans movie that means they're not they're not no, they finally no. got canceled it, it got taken off the docket took it yeah. taken 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 off the docket of took movies. It. damn lee neeson i know took in three yeah taken again <laughs> taken with vengeance. all right um anyway i just went on a rant uh then we also got news uh that came out, I think, just after we did our show last week, that they are wanting to do, or planning to do, a Nightwing live-action movie. It's announced. That's, it, it's officially announced? Yep, it's on the, it's on the Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be directed by the director from the Lego Batman movie. Chris McKay. Chris McKay. But this is a live-action movie. This is not to be Live mistaken action. with the Lego movie. No. Yeah, so. real Nightwing, not Lego Batman. Is it based off of... The universe that they're doing DCEU. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still going to be Ben Affleck Batman. So they Ooh. they need once again they need to nail this casting. Yeah, well, they need to nail it. We'll see if Ben Affleck is out after Justice League. I doubt it. I don't think too so. much money. We'll see. Too much money. Um, we'll and see. then we're going back to comic news with the story art coming up called the Button, the the, the four issue crossover between Batman and the Flash, dealing with what was going on with the comedian's pin and all that. Jade Garrick is apparently that's where he's going to return is in that miniseries. Oh. Has that been good? Have you read it? The Flash, the crossover. It hasn't started yet. Oh, when does it start? April. April. Oh man! All I know is that this whole like Watchmen that. thing is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even with the small stuff that I'm in, because I'm 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 way behind from you guys. But like, uh, what is it? Action Comics one or Volume one? Detective Comics Volume one. I'm like. Just bring it out already. Like yeah. it's good. Oh, they, they, yeah, they're they're taking their time, and yeah. the the new Superman story arc is answering who Mister Oz is from Ooh. Rebirth. Dun dun dun. Yeah. 
And this, oh my god, the you're yeah. loving everything. It's, oh, it is I, good. I, it's so good. I want to bathe in it. Yeah, that's how good it is. Anyway, yeah. can't wait for that summer event announcement though. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. All right. So that's gonna do it from news. We got some questions, right, Roger? Yes, we do. Following up on uh, um, our well, our weekly Carlos this week is following up on that uh, news that you just talked about. Carlos says, "So the Nightwing movie was announced." Who would you like to see write the script, direct the movie? Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. Nightwing. Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. And Jeff Johns as Nightwing on the biggest screen. Basically. Jeff Johns needs to be heavily involved with the script for sure because he he knows Dick Grayson. Even Snyder, I would say. Snyder could, yeah. Yeah. But being the fact that Jeff. No. Yeah, get him away from The Black Mirror? Yeah, Black Mirror. That's the only reason. I thought you meant Zach. Zach. No, no, not Zach. Scott Snyder. Yeah, well, he was Batman. Still, that's what I want. <laughs> I, being the fact that Jeff Johns is and and John Bird, Bird, I can't remember which. I think it's Bird. I think yeah, whoever his partner is, they should be heavily involved in writing that script. They should be heavily involved in all DC, DC. movies. Yeah, well, he's the executive producer now. So. Oh yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like they need to they need to nail it. Um, as far as casting goes, oh Man, god, hard. it's there's a lot. We could go down this rabbit hole yeah, for days. I don't, I don't do um, some people, um, what have I seen on online that have yeah, been? There's too many. To there's like a to... supernatural dude. What's his name? Oh, Jared oh, Pilecki no, wants no. to be Nightwing. No, I don't know. No, no. get out of here. He's not Dick Grayson. I don't watch no. that show. No, I, I watched that show. I love that show. And no. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> I, I watched a lot of that show at one point. I'm not even a Nightwing fan. I'm like, no. I don't, <laughs> no. I, I don't want Zac Efron, though. People no. Oh, that. no. 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 He can't do Here's it. Here's the thing. They need to avoid getting some big shot. I get you want to sell Nightwing. I wouldn't yeah. mind Zac Efron. Yeah. They need to get a mid-tier, like what they did with Superman, like what they did with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay. Somebody oh, that has the look that can actually, you know, pull off the character that's not a, a this is our big name that we're using yeah. to draw the you rock. to this movie. They're not yeah. the rock. Yeah, they <laughs> don't need to do that. Nightwing's a good enough character that if you get somebody that's mid-tier that wants to do the role, that will sign up for a long franchise yeah. and devote the time that needs to, that's what they need to do. That was my only complaint about using someone as, as much as I like Ben Affleck's Batman. He's all old. these rumors, the yeah. All these rumors are driving me nuts about him yeah. not wanting to be on it because he's a big name star. Yeah. They need to pull a Marvel where it's like, who, who is this yeah. guy? Yeah, and then right. they they blow you away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. Like, the biggest name that they ever got for their franchise was Robert Downey Jr. But even Everybody then, that was, was they got mid-tier. they picked up a broken Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah he because was, right. yeah, they were like, we'll give you money, we'll make you famous. Yeah, just sign your blood. Well, you know, blood. I think he did like two movies in like six or seven years, but. Before yeah. Iron Man, but then, know, so. but but see, that was the right casting call still. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't just we're getting Robert Downey Jr. for the sake of having his name on the marquee. Like you said, he was a broken kind of like he wasn't He's on his Tony comeback. Stark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he is. owned Tony Stark so hard that you're they're not going to be able to recast that role. Right. For I almost years. wonder if they actually did nail him because of the fact that he went through like his the drug problems. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And, you yeah. Know, his demon in a bottle was literally like what crack cocaine and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know? So well, I, I think that's what you know. Ultimately, they need they Warner Brothers needs to let the casting director do their job. Yeah, you know, give them give them you know a dozen graphic novels with with Dick. Yeah, yeah. let them read it, get in, get their character, and then find the person who's that perfect fits. for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just not just 
try and attach, you know, a, a big form fit to, a name yeah, into the role. Right. I'm not even a Nightwing fan, like I said. And if they pick the right character or the right great. actor, they can great. pull it off, and they might win me over and be like, "Let me go get that uh, Return of Bloodhaven over <laughs> here." You know? Yeah, because yeah. Nightwing is such an awesome character. And yeah, they better not mess around. It's the there's a lot like it's the same thing with the Green Lantern casting. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of rumors floating around about oh who's yeah because they're gonna they're gonna cast two. We're getting a John Stewart and we're getting Hal but Jordan. I got I heard a thing about this week. They said the the Green Lantern casting for Justice League is gonna be Abin Sor. Is it Abinsur? They confirmed it because they said it was going to be weird. I think that because I confirmed. read something where they said it wasn't Abinsur; it was a different name. Well, just for Justice League, not for the Green Lantern movie. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's what I'm talking oh, about. I don't know. Well, that's what I saw. I heard so. But and then Henry, Henry Cavill keeps like trolling people too. Yeah. He took a picture with I saw that with that uh, Green, yeah, <laughs> Green Lantern thing. And then the guy that everybody wants to play Green Lantern is Army Hammer. He would make a good, good Hal. Yeah. Mid tier, he could commit to it. I think he could pull off the Flyboy. Yeah. So but, I don't know. We'll see. DC needs to step up their game, though. Yeah. yeah. They they like you I said. Still love the movies, though. I I've been entertained. You, you can I'm love very, them. Doesn't mean they're good. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very simple one one uh, question kind of guy. Did it entertain? Yes, yeah. It did. No, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, yeah. yeah. It's a, there's a difference. You can like something and not and not be good. Yeah. You know. Because I mean, if you really want me to get into like the comics, I'm like, nope. Exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's our, is the? I hope that's a satisfactory answer for uh, for Carlos. Uh, yeah, it'll suffice. <laughs> All right. So, uh, second question coming in from Aaron Candelaria. Um, he says he was just in Vegas over the weekend. Glad you made it back okay. We saw that. If well, actually, this is a text. I don't know that he made it back okay. <laughs> uh, hope you make it back okay. <laughs> so he says, uh, which comic book character, male or female, would you like to go to Vegas with, and why? Spider-Man. Oh, that's good. Keep, <laughs> keeping in mind that what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Oh, oh. Tony Stark. <laughs> Dude, he has a problem. Well, <laughs> Iron Man 2, right? Wasn't he, like, gambling in that one or something? Well, no, like the whole demon in a bottle thing. Well, are you talking about comics or are you talking about movies? Comics. Okay. Well, Com- he's talking comic about... Comic character. He's talk- Matt's comic talking about character, movies. male or female. I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I wouldn't go to Vegas normally. <laughs> like, yeah. really, I'm yeah. not. I'm not like the the night on the town party. You know who would be that. good? Um, Tim Drake. Because <laughs> <laughs> he would hack all the machines. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he would just hack and. I know. I won. Cool. I don't think he would do that. No, I think he would. Um, one of the rat queens would be cool. I was about oh, to say, you know what? Like, all the rat just queens. bring them all in. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, if it goes with the, what we read, I'd go with America Chavez, just because I think she would try to bring out my more extrovert kind of self because I I hate clubs yeah. I'm 28 I'm done with clubs <laughs> and she'd be like no come on let's go on the lid let's do this you know that kind of thing so I'd probably go with her if you get in trouble she'd just you know, open up and a she, star she, port yeah, yeah. She'd, be, yeah she'd be a perfect wing woman too she'd be like you know that girl be checking you out man you want to get her number for you I'm like do it that's too fun that'd be the ultimate like Ocean's Eleven right there you don't even need True. the other ten yeah <laughs> What if, she, what if she takes the girls from you, though? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I just, <laughs> that look I just gave you. Just well, no, I don't know. That might be kind of hot, too. You might. True. You know, <laughs> you might. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> some other territory here. I would take, I would take Domino. Oh, oh Domino. Oh, man. That's smart. I want all the that money. Luck. Yeah. That luck all right the there. Money. That right there is the ultimate answer. Yeah. You guys are a bunch of cheaters, and I'm reporting you. <laughs> Oh, it's see, not. I would have said maybe take Babs to count Talking to the mic. Talking to the uh-huh. mic. <laughs> <laughs> Oracle Babs? Or, well, either. 
Either one. Oh yeah, that's true. You don't take smart. you don't take Gambit because then he's gonna get caught. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's got he's, all the no, cards he's, up his sleeve. Yeah. He's gonna get caught. There's too many cameras. Yeah. No, you get Oracle Babs. That way, uh, yeah. you get the pity, the pity looker. You know? <laughs> it's just like, oh, she's not doing anything wrong. She's in a wheelchair. You're like, yep. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Let's go, Babs. Yep. With all our chips. <laughs> yep. Like, just, just put them in her lap. She carries exactly. them. Exactly. Like, yep, she's just let's like, go right up and clean house. See, you got to take the smart characters. Yeah. yeah. That's like, like Tim Drake. He'll yeah. hack all the stuff. He'll hack the, the <laughs> slots. Yeah. And then you can just take him back to, uh, what is that place called? Excalibur? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Hang out with the kids. <laughs> well, I hope that I hope that Good question. Both good questions. That was a fun question. Um, so we need some reviews. We haven't had any new reviews yet. Yep. We checked earlier. We're waiting for some reviews, guys. Johnny will buy you a comic. Yep. If right. you if you dig the content you're hearing, like, share, rate, review, and subscribe. Leave us leave us an entertaining review. Yeah. Nonetheless, even if you hate us. Yeah. Bring True. it on. Yeah, I'm surprised you guys got all this positivity going. We do. On. We like, do. I'm surprised. Waiting for that first like that first terrible. one star. You review. can write whatever you want, but just put five stars. Right. Yeah. Five stars. I, I hated it. Yeah. And I'm not trying to promote that negativity though. Like. Yeah. Oh yeah. True. True. <laughs> Keep it optimistic. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of waiting for it. Like I, you know, I just, I, I just expected at some point. Like Jonathan sucks. <laughs> like one star. Honestly, it's either, it's either gonna be about you or me. It'll be no. It'll be like a 60 year old grandma that was listening to this with their 18 year old. Uh, grandchild, and they're like, "What am I listening? Yeah. I don't like this at all. No, <laughs> like, I don't understand what they're talking about." Anyway, yeah. <laughs> if you want to keep up with uh, everything Horizon Comics, you can like us on Facebook, or you can follow Horizon Comics at Horizon Comics on Twitter and Instagram. If people want to keep up with Johnny, you can follow me everywhere at the Johnny Two X Four. And if you need any audio type needs or if you want to keep up on what video games are worth playing it's going to be MIA the dude. Hydra 5.5 the Hydra 5.5 I just want to say Johnny did a good job on that website though oh thank you it looks good besides the font it was killing me <laughs> if anybody wants to keep up with Dave uh, you can find me on Facebook just type in Dave Ramirez I'll probably like the first top three uh, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the top He's three. The Dave Ramirez. Yeah, no, it, it is. You can find me right, right there. You can't. I can't. You can't miss me. Dude, um, Ramirez is like a smith. But they don't know what you look yeah. like. So how do no, they no, know but, which of the but how many is? Latin Ramirez's do you know that has a white name like Dave? <laughs> Touche. Exactly. Top three. But if they don't know what you look like, how do they know which of the oh, top that's true, three huh? is you? He has glasses. Uh, I have a Joker shirt. Um, profile pic. Yeah, profile pic. I'm the Joker. Nice. Um. Instagram is YGTT, YGTP. That's yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Which is going to, it sucks. Basically, it's you got the touch, you got the power because I love Transformers. That's oh, yeah. that's a good That'll be that's easier to remember. Hey, yeah. Are you reading the hardcovers? Yeah, I started. Dude. I love it. And if you want to keep up with me, at St. Jonathan, Twitter and Instagram, on Facebook also. Oh, you can find me there. Uh, if you guys want to donate and kind of keep uh, the Patreon stuff rolling. You can get some exclusive content like our vi- our monthly um, World's Finest videos. Uh, you go to patreon.com slash podcast. Get on as little as a dollar, three dollars, like I say. Always gets you the, the exclusive videos. We just did one. We just did one. Did and you fix it? Oh boy, did I mess it up. Like, We'll see. <laughs> I think I can fix it, but to take well, a lot stop of work. playing Horizon Zero Dawn. No, no, no. Like I before the even game set came out, I sat down for like two hours and was just like, "How did well, you dump 15 into Horizon?" Okay, come on. okay, well, I was planning <laughs> this for a while. 
Like, I already, like, <laughs> took these two days off. I, like, was, this was planned way ahead of time for you, okay? <laughs> Priorities. Right. Yeah, indeed. Priorities. Um, anyway, guys, thanks for listening. We will see you again next week. Take care.